Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Greetings. Welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Bill Belichick, once a week, is correct in his assessment. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. I'd like to say all of us are on... Big Ten tournament watch, but really nobody cares. I'm jacked up about it. No, come on. You, I'm you, so my excited. team got sent no. home fast. This is we saw Ohio State, a 14 and a half point favorite, choke away a game today. We got a nice finish here with Purdue. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Matter. I'm jacked up. It's actually a pretty good tournament. Come on, nobody. there's been a lot of close games. I know. I said it's been a pretty good tournament. It's been a great tournament. Nobody cares. I care. Nobody I cares. I matter. You don't even You've care. You tried to dismiss me for all these years. You Damn don't it. even care. Finally, no. Big voice guy you don't mocks care. me and my choice of name. You don't care. 
You don't care. I you, love it. No, the Northwestern get, no, Northwestern got eliminated. The <laughs> ball game is over. The season is over for the Northwestern Wildcats. That it ends here it up. in Madison Square Garden I mean, at what? the hands of the Penn State Nittany Lions. We're playing My guy, Dave Ed at WGN Radio. They're playing oh, no. a week ahead because the you know we got to play the ACC tournament and the well, the what? Big East next week the is Big in East, there. Why are, why are they not playing in Chicago? Because they wanted to well, show this is love to the fans of rupture. I mean, let's, Rutgers. Let this. Let's take where all our teams play and let's have them fly halfway across the country just to play. Oh no, it's one of the Who, dumbest things anybody's seen the worst in recent idea memory ever. I don't the, get it. the only idea worse than this college as, as sports has made. Hey. Let's put the uh, college semifinal games on New Year's Eve. We'll start a new tradition. That's the only idea worse than this. Well, unless they were sending everybody a case of beer or a couple of 750 liters. It's just, uh, it, milliliters. <laughs> maybe liters, too. If they uh, held a tournament, nobody cared. Would the results really count? No, it's really tough to watch as a longtime Big Ten aficionado to see the tip-off of games where you could point out, hey, there's that one guy. There he is, standing there. Everything he does is now in from the fifth row. You you know what he's done for two hours of his life. He's got the best alibi anybody's ever had. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, meanwhile, since it's Friday, it's only apropos that the best story of the night is about soup. And I I, I, I mean it. I mean... It's literally about soup. Nothing for you. Cavaliers guard J.R. Smith, who was suspended for the Cavaliers game last night for a post-shoot-around altercation. Conduct unbecoming uh, Teron Lou of said, a human being. Teron Lou said something happened after practice, <laughs> but he's going to be back starting Saturday, but he's going to be suspended for the game Thursday night. So we figure, how bad could it be if already Teron Lewis says, ah, you know, he's going to be back starting Saturday night. Well, One now day we know, and back. Now yeah. we know what it is. Is because J.R. Smith got into an altercation with assistant coach Damon Jones. And as a result, no, 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 no. There Not was a no, Geno Smith situation. Was, no, no, there was no punches thrown. J.R. Smith threw a bowl of soup at Damon Jones. And earn that one game suspension. Do we buy it? Well, here's a, well, yeah. You can't. This is just stupid. Why would you? Why would you put something out there like this where you can get made fun of? Well, because it's so absurd. It is that absurd. it takes That's away why. anything, like any legitimate beef. Maybe he throws a side of beef at him next. Maybe it was beef straight soup. out of Rocky. Maybe it was beef soup. Maybe, maybe a nice mm. beef stew. Are you a chef? Because you keep feeding me soup. I got a man. What's your man got to do with me? I got a man. Yeah. I yeah. got a bowl of soup. I got a J.R. Smith. Nothing for you. I didn't realize soup was part of the, the setup ahead of a game either. This really is mind-blowing okay, on, on so many levels. Before we get it, before no, we get it's J.R. Smith, this. though. Yes. So, I mean, it's... If I said to you any NBA player who would be caught throwing soup at somebody, you would say J.R. Smith. Lance or, Stevenson. Lance Stevenson or Nick Young. It would be one of those yeah. three, right? Yeah. It'd be one of those three throwing soup at somebody. Mm-hmm. So you know it's going to be him. Before we get into the silliness of this, this shows you, just real quick, how mentally fragile the Cavaliers are that you had a player 
throw a bowl of soup and completely disrespect an assistant coach, and the result is you're suspended, but you'll be back starting and everything is fine on Saturday. Whoa, what does that say? It's only Damon Jones. But no, it's still an assistant coach. And here's Teron Lou saying, I got to do it. But don't worry, you're back starting on Saturday. What kind of message is that really sending? I mean, you're basically saying, I am so worried about losing control of this team. Because if that happened on any – if if Kawhi Leonard – well, actually, you have to be playing. If Tony Parker threw a bowl of soup at Manu Ginobili and, and they got into it, you think Greg Pop would just say, uh, yeah, Tony, yeah, you're – no, that, Tony Parker, forget about it. You never see Tony Parker again. One game suspension. But hey, not that, but no, hey, it's no, winning no, no. time. Buddy. Not that it's one game, but it's that they suspended him, and then it was, but you'll be back starting on Saturday. Then what kind of suspension is it when you're, you're trying to uh, soften it by saying, yeah, but you're back starting. So no matter how bad it was, you disrespected assistant coach. Yeah, you're back starting Saturday. Well, I'm we know, you, look we know how the, fragile that but is. But we know the players run the league. Of and course. Certainly. But you would think that it's J.R. Smith. It's not LeBron. LeBron could throw soup at everybody. Yeah, but LeBron brought J.R. Smith and it back. It wouldn't matter. He was one. Of, notice he was one of the guys that got to stay. Yeah, okay. okay. Sure. In the great sure. purge of 2018, sure. Sure. he was one of the guys that got yeah. to stick it out. Okay. So he he's tight with the boss, LeBron. You guys seen blue chips? That is fragile. So he gets to hang around. It's so fragile, fragile. When you when you can throw a bowl of soup at a coach and it's yeah yeah you're back in one day. Don't worry about it. I mean, that's a, that's a slap in the face for Damon Jones. Well, Damon Jones is certainly disrespected. Maybe he's got a workplace incident report that he can file, depending sick. on what was he burned by the soup. Well, now now oh, we get into the hot. important what questions What kind of it. soup? Was it well, chunky? That, okay. okay, that's the fir- first things first. Whereas it flew, it hit him in the face. You know, what kind of soup it was is is interesting. It's because, a hot topic of conversation. Well, uh, I, like, I like how you did a, a hot topic of warmed over soup. Was it just like broth and there was like a little bit of pasta? But I mean, what precipitated? Did he say, hey, these guys are slipping through your defense like soup through a slotted spoon? No, I don't, that, that's a bad reference. I don't know that's that people pretty, would say that's it. I don't think, but you're not that's funny a, though, isn't it? You're not going to make a slotted no. spoon reference. Why not? I don't know. A slotted spoon. Well, unless soup had unless to you're saying, hey, do you have a slotted spoon in your clotted cream? That would be kind of interesting. It's kind of like how that flows, to, flows yeah, together there. That does flow pretty well. But if it, is it like if it was tomato soup, I'd be really mad because you're, you're not getting that out of your clothes. Yeah, good tomato if soup. If it was clam dangerous. chowder, I mean, that's really hot. That's really chunky. Broccoli cheddar, too. For you're not. Get, I mean, that's tough. You're you're murdering is it, vegetables. Is it a freshly made broccoli cheddar, or is it the thing out of the package, like well, all delicatessen well, the, the delicatessens and stuff used? If it was a half-eaten bowl of soup, it's going to be, you know, lukewarm temperature. If this is a this is a full bowl of soup, that's got it. That's going to be hot. What if it was a bread bowl? Just picked it up and threw that bread a little, bowl. A little at bit you. of heft coming at you too. A little bit of weight behind it. Suddenly, the bowl but of soup. Say, is like, say it's a pretty sizable sourdough bread bowl but, that comes at you, and if it's if it's baked a little bit longer, it's got that crust, uh-huh. which means it's a little harder as it hits you in the face. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. When you hear, "I threw a bowl of soup at him," now I'm picturing. You know, he's got the bowl and he splashes. I'm the picturing soup my two year old. Yeah, no, no, I'm having flashbacks. But I, I'm picturing, I'm picturing J.R. Smith with the soup and he splashes it. I'm throwing a bowl of soup at you. But like, did he actually throw the bowl too? Was this like a, a you know, I'm eating a bowl of soup and I, and you and I turn and I just the whole thing is in my hand. I throw the whole bowl because yeah, I can hurt you. It's a little ramekin full of soup. Because we got problems. I, I, if if that's like in a in a you know a, a china bowl or a little stone pot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it fits in one of those. You know, flimsy little styrofoam yeah, things. Ah, it's styrofoam but if you get thrown a bowl of soup, that could hurt you. That's, it could really hurt you. 
It's that, really escalated quickly. Th- there's many layers to this conversation, and here's another part of it. Yeah. Soup is popular? Still, NBA players? Still what? What? NBA players? I mean, I know it's cold and it's good for the heart, good for the soul. Like, like you, I mean, when, when mom would make a nice big pot of did soup. Did you really just drop a chicken soup is good for the soul? Did you really do? <laughs> no, I was saying a pot of soup, but yeah, chicken soup for the soul. But the idea. Uh, available at Amazon. Growing up in Chicago, there'd yeah. be times of the year where, you know, you're cold to the bones and, and mom having a nice pot of soup on the stove was it was a nice welcoming yeah, this warming is, but thing. this is an nba locker room this is an, i mean is there a place? Maybe, maybe they're trying to foster it so it's more like a home-like environment because right now there's been a lot of angst a lot of turnover they're trying to bring everybody together and make it more familial they, just, they have a really old woman who they just call grandma who just makes soup for everybody you said that like it's a bad I'm thing. Sit out and have some soup wouldn't honey. that be a winning part to your culture and to your organization Damn. to have that kind of Factor in your locker room. Damon Jones says you take too many threes, Jr. Here's a hot bowl. Throw it at him. Go ahead. I'll give you some more. You just turn the old lady making soup into the devil. <laughs> I mean, I didn't I, look. I've been in many this locker rooms, nightmare. and and I, I didn't think soup was something that was a vet. Now, see, usually you got I'm a nice jelly table. Yeah. You got some, yeah, there's some meat. wraps, yeah, no, piles no. of meats and cheeses. Because I'm picturing like J.R. Smith showing up like with a brown bag, of, you know, instant soup that he made. Oh, I got, for you. I got Mrs. Grass. I'm going to make some soup. Look, right look because of these deals, we're not having to go into the luxury tax too heavy right now. But instead of the normal setup we have pre and post game, there's a giant case full of ramen. Help yourself. <laughs> we. Here's a cup of noodle for you. Go ahead, have the you know, cup of noodle we on decide Tuesday. decide to cut cost. Ramen on Friday. Now, you got to make sure you get your sodium, okay? A lot of sodium in soup. Now, let me ask you this. Was it his bowl of soup? Ooh. Was it somebody else's bowl of soup? Like, was he eating a bowl of soup? Or was, you know, Tristan Thompson just sitting there with a bit, you know, had a big scoop of clam and potato put in his mouth, and, and he grabbed it out of Tristan Thompson's hand, and I threw that bowl of soup at him. I mean, there's many, I mean, there's so many things I want to know about this. I think I want, if you could say to me, okay, Jason, what, what, what would you like to know, you know, conspiracy wise throughout, throughout life? I could say, okay, was Super Bowl three fixed? I'd like to know about, you know, uh, uh, John F. Kennedy. I'd like to know all these things. I, I would also really like to know what happened with the soup. I think my favorite tweet came from uh, Worldwide Wob. Uh, saying now he right. follows us on Twitter. Yeah, he's a popular dude. So the deal with the J.R. Smith saying, if you had to give up half of your pinky, <laughs> painless removal. Mm-hmm. But if you had to give up half of your pinky and you knew definitively what happened in this situation, no more stories, no spin, no anything. What precipitated the soup flying? Assuming this happened, we want to know, and, and why it got to that conclusion. Again, mm-hmm. soup being part A, sure. part B being something else happened, and soup is a cover. Yeah. said the Soup is a cover. But you, you knew definitively what happened in this situation, but you had to go through life with nine and a half fingers, would you? Mm, not for that. Like, Jets win the Super Bowl or back-to-back, I, I, I would think about it, but... Oh, okay, if you're guaranteeing... soup thing, I mean, that's... I mean, I really want to know, but you're talking about my... I might need my finger for something. I may need that half of my finger to get jammed in a door at some point. Well, I mean, the pinky also, if you're going to drink some tea, right? You got to turn your pinky up. Yeah. Proper I, etiquette. I, I, yeah, uh, we also have uh, UCLA Dodger Frank chiming in. If J.R. Smith was using alphabet soup, I'm sh- assuming a few L's were in there. Oh. Oh, there we go. See, there's so many. 
It's, TJ, so many layers to this soup story. Well, you got to layer the flavors. You really get a nice, long, slow-cooked soup. And maybe we'll have to give this story up for lentil soup, TJ. Wow. You like that, huh? Uh, We're just getting started with soup. We got Springsteen Nirvana. Okay. 87799 on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter at How About a Fresca. Coming up next, big news from the Combine. One big star, I am glad, is telling teams to stick it. I'm so excited. No, it's, no, no Tim, you, you can't really do that. I'm you very, very excited yeah, okay. about it. You can be excited, though, but that's okay. I love it. We got that story coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. 3 million businesses. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Nothing for you. How long do you think until we run out of songs about soup? Soup for one. How long do you think? How long will it take oh, us? Oh, I can do the whole show. We had bowling for soup. We got soup for one. Tight shirt. How many songs about soup do you have? I've already seen five. We're good. Really? There's yes. five I think, we'll, I think yes. we'll get through the entire show. I have to ask, though, is it just the song title or the band is No, self? no, no. I'll give you some leeway. Uh, it could be the band. It could be the song. I'll give you, if they talk about soup in a song. Buddy, okay. I got 20 yeah. songs right off the top with soup in the title. Did you? Is there something like on Twitter you or on, on Google you went, best songs with soup in yeah, title? best song with soup in the title, ranker.com. What's the number one song? It is uh, The World's My Oyster Soup from King Crimson. The World's My Oyster Soup Kitchen Floor Wax Museum. I've never heard of that song. I don't either, but I'm excited to hear never it. Never heard of them. Uh, we'll have more on J.R. Smith and, and, and Soup Gate. I mean, we got Talk out. Soup from Weird Al Yankovic that I'm sure will get into. The oh, well, the, well, there's Greg Kinnear we have to have on for Talk Soup. We have to have that. Or, or John Henson at this point. Or, or Aisha Tyler. Right, they were the they were the three hosts of Talk Soup. Aisha Tyler, Aisha, 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 Aisha. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car on the tracks, you're right. It will about a mile after it hits you. Stop because trains can't. Uh, real quick, it's our last show before the Oscars on yeah. Sunday. We'll get into the big story out of the combine in a second. I'm so excited. But the more time goes on the more I realize and hope that Get Out wins Best Picture. It's not going to win. Uh, you know, it's it's got a lot of momentum behind it. It's won a lot of awards already. There's a lot of speculation that older there members is, of the Academy yeah. wouldn't even watch it. But, so they're not going to vote for it. And Get Out. And that's just awful because it really was the best movie of last year. It's it's what you want out of a movie where you see it and it's different and the story is incredibly well done. And you, the first thing you want to do is go back and see it again. And you want to talk about it with somebody after you see the movie. You That's did? everything you want. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're kidding? Oh, what about this part? What do you think about this part and this part? It was, and it was funny, and it was scary, and it was everything you'd want out of a movie. And then you have the, you know, the, the grandpa running meme that, you know, that people have been doing. 
Well, you always got to get the movie that. Came out. Sure. I mean, it's it's everything you'd want in a movie. But yet we love the stuffy movies that are period pieces that are about, you know, a coming of age or a king from 1500. And, you know, let's make sure that all the stuffy movies get nominated because, oh, they're so good. No. The four best movies of the year, Get Out, Logan, Wind River, and John Wick 2. And you know me, I'm a movie guy. I'm a movie guy. I'm telling you, the four best yeah, movies Yeah, you keep of the dismissing year. when Robert Guerra and I keep telling you about the greatness years ago of Las Vegas. No, I'm not, not going for Las Vegas. Or what was this movie we were watching the other day with Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and Hi. Alan Arkin? Oh. Hi, I'm Morgan Freeman. Oh, and when I watched Get Out, I wondered if I could run right at Tim Robbins and then just duck to the left at the last second. Would I get my friend to look away? Would I scare him? Would he still want to be my going friend Going in after? style. Yeah, it was a remake. Yeah. Yeah, the movie was done in 1975 with, like, George Burns and... That's fine. They did a great job. Yeah. Okay. And it included Michael Caine. Not even <laughs> close to it. Michael Caine speaks through his nose like this. I was entertained. Four best movies. Logan turned superhero movies on its ear. Best superhero movie in years. Wind River, it's a crime it wasn't nominated. And John Wick 2, you know how good the John Wick franchise is. You're just obsessed is. with John Wick. John Wick is but so that is your, good. That's your no, taste no, no. in it's your world. so good. Anybody, you could watch. I've it watched go, it here without the sound fun. many a time. And it you is... don't need. Well, you don't need sound. That's the best part of the movie. Hey, the artist won, and it didn't have any sound in it at all. Well, that was brilliant. John Wick it was can black win. Black and white. Yeah, John Wick can win. That's just too much to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, he killed more people than he's got lines. How does I think, that? <laughs> I think there's 127 people get killed in John Wick too. Yeah, but the point is that he's if we're going to say scene. get out. He's got one 15-minute scene that's one camera shot where I know he kills like 90 people. That's not Oscar. He's a weapon. It's, no, of course. It's, why can't that be art? Why can't that be something so well done? Why? Well, this is about a You king. want Warren Beatty to yeah, come out is, and read that one? No, no, no. And the winner. Oh! Whoa! This is, about, this is a strange movie about a woman who has sex with an alien. Sorry, spoiler alert. There's no sex. Uh, uh, that's exactly how Lady Bird ends. No. Uh <laughs> It's, why, why, why can't it be? Why can't those be in it? Why can't those be big movies? Those are the four best movies, without a doubt. Okay. Four best. You're allowed your opinions. And when you start your own award show. I should. <laughs> I would be the we best. We could do movie. it here from the Geico Studios. I, like, these, like the NBA players that want to have their own awards. Oh, no, sure. <laughs> we could come up with a design for our, our color scheme for our set. And we could have our own Oscar-like party. <laughs> I mean, it's the Razzies, not the Oscars. Sure. Now. Something having to do with uh, the color orange. But today at the NFL Combine, there is a big story surrounding Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. As early in the day, we heard that more than a few teams wanted to see him work out at wide receiver at the Combine. Of course, we had the story last week, Bill Polian saying, I think he's a wide receiver. He's too short to be a quarterback. Oh, so at 6'3", he's too short, but also he's okay to be a wide receiver if you think he's that short. And... Even though Lamar Jackson has made a, a horrible move by having his mom advising him and representing him, you need somebody with experience. The one thing I'm glad he did was when this story got out there, he said, look, no one's told me to do it, but even if they did, he would tell them, no, I'm a quarterback. Whoever well, like me a quarterback, that's where I'm going. You know, that's strictly my position. Yes, sir. Lamar, just, just to make sure that we're clear on this, no, no one has asked you at all to work out with the wide receiver. No, sir, not that I know of. <laughs> Not, on the table. not at all. I'm not going to be a wide receiver at all tomorrow. <laughs> Quarterback positions. <laughs> I'm glad he would tell teams to stick it because he should. 
This is a guy that won the Heisman bleeping trophy. I'm pretty sure he can throw the ball okay. I'm pretty sure. You just watched Nick Foles win the bleeping Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure you can have somebody and get him in the right system that's going to take advantage of all of his skills. right? And I'm not saying he should tell him to stick it because of ego. You're not asking anybody else to do it. Not asking anybody else to say, hey, you know what? Josh Rosen, why don't you take some reps at tight end? Hey, you know what, Sam Darnold, why don't you take some reps at tight end a little bit? No, no, but Lamar Jackson, because he's athletic, let's put him at wide receiver. It's like people are who are 80 years old and just think one way of athletic quarterbacks, oh, we got to do this to them. I'm glad. You're not asking anybody else, and he won the Heisman Trophy. Plus, I haven't worked out at wide receiver. Why, do you, why would I go out there when I've never done it before? When all I'm going to do is look awkward and you're not going to get a good read on me anyway. I've never done it. I've not trained as a wide receiver, so I'm going to do it at the Combine. Players don't throw at the Combine because it's not their home field, their home receivers, their area of comfort. Why would he suddenly say, I'll work out at wide receiver at the Combine? You're putting yourself in a position to fail. And then anybody that wants you as a wide receiver, you're not an asset. You're a curiosity. No one's going to draft you thinking you're a future. They're thinking, well, maybe if you turn into a Terrell Pryor type guy, you have one big season, but we're not counting on you for anything. We're counting on you to change positions and be a wide receiver. That's a horrible thing, number one, to think about a guy like Lamar Jackson. I would never do it for those reasons, never. Well, we have people that are still caught up in old old thinking in terms of players. Now, for Lamar Jackson – there, there's the long-term effect is if it doesn't work at quarterback, you can always change later on. You can go the Terrell Pryor. It didn't work as a quarterback as he came into the league and, well, really not working right now as a wide receiver either. But you have that as a backup plan. For Lamar Jackson right here, while everybody else is getting all puffy-chested about what they can and can't do, he just flat out says, I'm a quarterback, and I'm here to be a quarterback, and some team is going to be happy what I can do because you do have some scouts who just say flat out wherever he ends up, that's going to be the steal of the draft because he'll end up sliding down the board after those first three are chosen. And when you go to a better team, and even Josh Rosen admitted that as you went, well, you know, you want to get drafted high, but by the same token, you want to go to a team that's pretty well prepared for Lamar Jackson. That might actually be the opportunity uh, that he's afforded come draft day. But I like him in in all this noise and everything about how many reps somebody threw up or how weak somebody else was, that he just dismisses this category and says, I'll see you all in hell. I'm a quarterback. He's already met with teams. There are many teams that say, we like you as a quarterback. But we get into all the... And that's great. That's all you need. Right. We're going through and we're dissecting all the traits of the other quarterbacks, right? Josh Rosen, does he really love football? Baker Mayfield, the Johnny Manziel comparisons, even if they're specious and... And, and erroneous is his fire a bad thing at times you know the grabbing of the crotch and running up and down the sideline whatever else Josh Allen he's got the physical tools but can he hit the broad side of a barn Lamar Jackson finally says you know what look what I've done on the field I am a quarterback hear me proud and that's it <laughs> draft me as such Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. You tell Lamar Jackson, they tell you, tell him to stick it for all of those reasons. But he needs a hype man still, though. Uh, Well, I don't know about this. I mean, he was his own hype man pretty well today. Yeah, but, but can your mom really be your hype man? No. It's, I mean, well, I mean, tough. Lamar Ball did it for his kids. You need, like, Jimmy Hart 
You know? Oh, now that now or you're talking or heading towards the draft. You got a one month run up wherever Lamar Jackson goes. The mouth of the South is there with the He's megaphone. Or, see, or, or Heyman's there, or one oh. of those. Guys. Oh yeah, now you're talking. No, no, see, I would see, I would like Slick there, or Virgil, or you uh, can find Virgil in the New York yeah. subway selling photos. Yeah, but no, but too many of the guys that I want are dead. Like I'm like, oh, Mister, F- no, he's dead. Oh, but no, he's dead. Oh, what about Cat? No, Fu- he's Fuji dead. wasn't a good hype man. Oh, he was fun though, tripping people. Yeah, around but the he ring. didn't he talk. Fun. Doesn't know he would laugh all the time. Well, yes. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about Lamar Jackson being a wide receiver, Mr. Fuji? <laughs> That's true. He would laugh and, and he then would hit with you. you the bolo. Oh. <laughs> Tell-, <laughs> Tell him to stick it, Lamar Jackson. But speaking of quarterbacks, something you will only hear one time in your life. Tom Brady's never been hotter. No, not that. One time in your life. You'll hear it. Here's why Brady's the greatest of all not time. Not Tom Brady. Stop, tight shirt. We got that coming up in a minute, but first, a guy who is here every single night. He is the Cal Ripken of Fox Sports Radio. I love that. I love that. The Iron Man. Yes. Former Elmira pioneer. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Steve DeSager. Oh, it's Tom Looney. (laughs) Okay, guys. (laughs) The NBA Eastern Conference brouhaha in D.C. ended just a short time ago. Lowry inbounds to the Rosen, and he will dribble out the clock. The Raptors come to D.C. After falling down 14 early in the first quarter, giving up a 10-point lead, they come back to win by 7, 102-95, the final. Did he say oot? Eric Smith with the call, AM590, the fan, Toronto. NBA performance of the night, Russell Westbrook, oh, nothing, 43 points, 14 rebounds, a double-double with cheese. Thunder rattled the Suns, 114-116. Devin Booker had 39 points for the losers. Golden State now 13-1 on the road. Warriors, A.J. the Hawks, 114-109. Memphis has lost 12 in a row. Nuggets boo-booed the Grizzlies, 108-102. Uh, your other final 76ers, 86 of the Hornets, 110-99. Magic lubricated the Pistons, 115-106. Bulls dogged the Mavericks, 108-100. Pacers out, chucked the Bucks, 103-96. Over to the sixth, oh, Bern Lundquist. Shubankar Sharma fired a 66 today, 65 yesterday. He's 11 under par. Your leader... After two rounds at the World Golf Championship in Mexico, Shubankar Sharma. Never heard of him. I haven't either. He's 21. He's from India. Dustin Johnson is four shots back. And now, in the spirit of the NFL Combine, we continue on Fox Sports Radio with two scrappy talk show hosts, two finesse talk show hosts, two guys who can take over a talk show, two guys who can flat out talk. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Live from the Geico Studios, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out what you could save on auto insurance. Now, today at the Combine, and we'll get into it throughout the show tonight, Baker Mayfield says, I'm the best quarterback. Josh Rosen says, I'm the best quarterback. But something you really will only hear at one moment in time. All the best players set to go in the first five or six picks in the NFL draft have all weighed in on the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland! The Cleveland Browns, laughing stock of the National Football League for, oh, let's see, since 2000, even they before. Saw. 99. Yeah. Even before that? Uh, yeah, well, even when they weren't didn't have a team. But this is the only time in your life you will hear this many star people talking about how great it would be to play for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, until the draft next year, when they're picking number when one they're again, doing it and again. then you have all those guys. Yeah. So the only time in your life until next year. 
But listen to stuff from today. When everybody doing their interviews today, first, here's Baker Mayfield, Heisman Trophy winner this past season, his opinion on the Browns. First things first, they get a winner. And I think if anybody's going to turn that franchise around, it'd be me and be able to put it in the right direction. They're, they're close. They're, they're very close. They're, they have the right pieces. Uh, I think they just need one guy, a quarterback, to make that difference. If anybody could turn that franchise around his man. And I was waiting words, for him to woo I don't know after that. that. I, I thought he was going Ric Flair. I like his confidence and cockiness. Like, be me. I, I, you know, listen, if anybody's going to do it, it'll be me. Do you think Josh Rosen could? No, oh, no way. No. <laughs> Come on, man. What about Sam Darnold? Oh, he'll throw 35 <laughs> interceptions in the first five games. You saw his Come hand on, measurement. Man. He's fumbling the ball. But there is Baker Mayfield. The Browns are close. They're close. I can do it. Here's Josh Allen who could go number one overall on the Browns. I mean, it's every kid's dream to be drafted number one. I think Cleveland got things going in the right direction. They got all the pieces, a lot of draft picks early on, a lot of cap space to go get guys in free agency. So I definitely think that it's a good spot to be in if you're fortunate enough to be taken by them, um, whether it be at one or four. See, think about that. They're 0-16, but they're going in the right direction. You, you can't be going in the right direction when you haven't won a game. How could you nice. go to the right Because you can't go anywhere but up. How could you? Can you? Really? You got to at least win one. You're going in the right direction. Look, you're all of a sudden a superstar. You thought they would have done it this year. No. You thought they would have done it this season. Hugh Jack gets a, another uh, opportunity. <laughs> but there's jo- there's Josh Allen. Very excited. Oh, the Browns, the Browns. They're going in the right direction. How about Saquon Barkley? Suddenly everybody's darling today after a big day, 40-yard dash, combine-wise. Here's him talking about the Browns. I think they're a couple pieces away. Uh, they do have a lot of young talent, um, bringing in a new offensive coordinator. Uh, they are a good team. If you look at the, the the schedule, obviously they won one game, but they were in a lot of games. So uh, you want to be part of something like that. That's something bigger than yourself. Um, that's something that will leave a legacy, being part of something special. We haven't won a game, but they're in a lot of games. You look at their schedule. <laughs> well, they were in 16 of them. And they lost all of them. But there's, there's Saquon Barkley trying to say wonderful things about them. This is, this is the best day for the Browns ever. Everybody is saying wonderful things about them, whether they, they believe they them or not. They gave up 11 more points per game than they scored in 2017. It's but too soon, bro. Saquon Barkley might as well walk around in a superhero outfit the rest of the weekend they lost after the, the effort today. They lost to the Colts. <laughs> Colts didn't beat anybody. Lost to the Bengals twice. They lost to the Jets. I mean, come on, man. Really? They lost to the Bears. They weren't even in a game against the Bears. It was a game they were supposed to try to win. Bears were fantastic. They were only a player away. Here's Sam Darnold, who could really go number one overall to the Browns. He could be excited about going to Cleveland. I think it's a really good scenario right now Um, with, you know, the draft picks, um, the amount of cap room that they have. I mean, um, I would honestly love to play there. Um, I think it's a great opportunity and something that I would be looking forward to. There it they is. all got the same damn talking points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it. They're well. one step ahead of the other. Uh, we're, we're trending in the right direction. Plenty of cap space. Well, Plenty of cap space. Hey, hang on a second. They're all saying the same thing. They all have the same talking points. They have Ex- a great color scheme. Except, well, their name is Browns, so you know what their color is going to be. It's kind of, you know, it's in there. It's like the Syracuse Hoop-fest. orange. You know, Whoa. Well, it has been the last couple of years. I mean, every, we got two double-digit win seasons since nineteen ninety-four. Uh, Poop fest. Every everybody's on the same page with great talking points about Cleveland. I love it. 
except for Josh Rosen. Don't really know anything about Cleveland. I've never been there. Um, haven't really talked to their coaching staff yet. Have a meeting with them tonight. So, I mean, it's impossible to formulate opinions when you don't really haven't really done any research uh, on the actual place. So I'm probably going to visit there, um, hang out with them. Good and, job by him. And you wonder why people are saying, I, I don't get why Josh Rosen, people think Josh Rosen hates Cleveland. I don't get uh, Those are the talking points you're supposed to have about Cleveland. Everybody else had the same thing. Nowhere to go but up. You saw their schedule. They were in a lot of games. They're only a couple of pieces away. Yes, offensive linemen, wide receivers, quarterbacks, defensive linemen. Now, everybody else had it. Everybody, no, 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 I don't know anything about it. I, wanna... I haven't done research. Not Yeah, no, I, none of that. That's the most swagger of them all. <laughs> quarterback who says kiss my ass i'll get there and i'll turn things around I'm, and figure it out when i get there I am by the way not going to cleveland you can go to the uh, christmas story house you can go over to the cuyahoga river of course uh you can go to the greater cleveland aquarium that opened in 2012 70,000 square feet uh including a, a cool acrylic shark tunnel that you can walk through uh yeah the international women's air and space museum and a, a museum celebrating our 20th president james Aww. garfield who knew how about that? Well, I mean, well, really, the first day you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I figured everybody knew that. And, and then you go to the flats. Some picture of uh, right? Drew, Drew Carey, and then you go from there. <laughs> you go to Drew Carey's house? <laughs> this is where Drew Carey grew up, and this begins and ends our tour of Cleveland. No, it's a great day. Josh Rosen's the only guy. Listen, I really don't want to go there. But I love it. How he even said today, I don't know why people, where people are getting that I, I really don't want to go to Cleveland. Well, because of this. No, I enjoy that immensely. Again, saying I, I don't have to, I don't have don't to go through all the speaking draft points. me. There's a hundred other guys you could take. Don't draft me. I now, if, if he'd shown up in a Broncos uniform or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, you want to talk about Swagger. He unzips. The, uh, the pullover, right? They give him QB, whatever the number is on it. He starts unzipping it, and it's a jersey of some other team that is in the Browns. No, no, no. What if he had he had a piece of a jersey or a hat of every other team but the Browns? He's got a Jets hat. He's got a Giants jacket. He's got a Broncos T-shirt. You know, he's got pants and shoes. What about Brown? Oh, um, hang on, uh. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta go back uh, and uh, you know what? I, I got an appointment. I got a phone call. Again. I'm not yeah. going number four. Uh, that only Take is that the data. one of the most interesting things surrounding Josh Rosen. We'll have more on the day at the combine, including something I can't believe it happened, but it actually did. We got that coming up next. Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. This is soup song number three on the show tonight. Thanks to J.R. Smith. Fox Thanks, J.R. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car in the tracks, you're right, it will. About a mile after it hits you, stop. Because trains can't. So, today at the Combine, Josh Rosen made a lot of headlines. Both he and Baker Mayfield say, we're the best quarterbacks in in the draft. Good for draft them. Me. Like the swagger, right? That's Which what we, is awesome. That's For Baker Mayfield, that's his calling card. Yeah. And I look, I like that. And when I hear Josh Rosen say it, I like it because all of the Josh Rosen hate, oh, he's immature, he doesn't make good decisions, he's not durable. I have the least concerns about Josh Rosen as I have over 
ahead of any other quarterback. I have the least amount of concerns. He's not going to get blitzed 95% of the time like he did in college because his line was terrible. Not going to happen. So when you talk about durability, he got hit play after play. He's not going to get hit that much in the NFL. Immaturity. All the all his teammates were saying, Josh, is a great, we like him. He's outspoken, so he gets a little bit of bad publicity for it. And, oh, he had a hot tub in his dorm room freshman year. Well, you know what? That's something, good on him. Yeah, that's something a kid – is it immaturity? Sure. But that's something a kid did in his freshman year in college. Tell, tell me All if right? you could have afforded to put a hot tub in your your room, I, that there wouldn't have been two. I wish I could. I would have, I'd have had my whole room as a hot tub. I'd have slept in the hot tub. Sitting up, my, my, my head back, oh, that would have been awesome. Strapped in so you don't sure. slip under. <laughs> I have the least amount of concerns over all the quarterbacks for Josh Rosen. He's that good. He's Carson Palmer. That's what he reminds me of. Even a little bit more mobile than Carson Palmer. I have no concerns. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> if I'm going to be concerned about Josh Rosen, it's because of an interview he did at the Combine today and the person he did the interview with. Because Uh-oh. one of the people Josh Rosen spoke to was none other than quarterback guru and whisperer extraordinaire, Jeff Fisher. What's like the biggest like abstract kind of personality trait that teams look for usually? It's a hard position to play. You've got to have a short memory. So for lack of better terms, a given factor needs to be low when negative things happen. But it still has to you have to have a give a shit factor because you're going to be the most motivated, hard-working player on that team, whoever drafts you. So it's that fine line there when things don't go right. How do you bounce back from it? How do you put it behind? What if the Giants had asked me, like, would you rather back up or would you rather compete for the starting job? That's a good question. How would you answer that? Say whatever you guys ask me to do, I'll do better than anyone else. If you want me to compete for the job, I'll compete. If you want me to back up, then I'll be the best backup in the country. That's a good answer. That's a good question. Whenever you guys think I'm ready, I will be ready. I'm ready now. I want to win. Is that your final answer? (laughs) It sounds like Jeff Fisher was talking about himself at the end there. Look, I'm ready for another chance. I'm ready to get back in the he NFL. He did. That was his, he was being interviewed for a job. <laughs> you know, I, actually, I coached Case Keenum, and I coached Sam Bradford, I coached Jared Goff. The entire time in, in Rosen's mind, don't you think that's going through his head, though? Like, all these other guys succeeded after they got you out of the way. Well, I laid a base for them. You know, you give good answers. I'm not going to settle for that. And, you know, maybe if I get back in the league at some point, I could wind up coaching somebody again. And someone's put a microphone on me, so I'm going to talk like I'm ready and I know what I'm talking about with quarterbacks. I mean, really, outside of the grins and giggles factor, who said, oh, you know, we know we need Josh Rosen needs to talk to is Jeff Fisher. But without the video, right, we hear the audio here. Aren't you envisioning something out of, like, the hologram scenes that you have with some... Some that's, old wizard that's like something that you're talking That's to. like me trying to go on a diet saying, you know who should talk to is Bobby Flay. Like, I should talk <laughs> to a big chef, you know? You should talk to a guy that specializes in making chocolate cake. No! That's the worst thing for me if I'm trying to diet. You know who you should talk to before you get to the NFL? Jeff Fisher. <laughs> wait, 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 really? Yes, no, trust me. Why? So one of those, like, joke things? No, 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 talk to Jeff Fisher. Well, one of those everything he says, I do the opposite? No, 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 talk to Jeff Fisher. He's so awful with quarterbacks. Just go talk to him. The like, tone, I thought, it's like two guys getting ready to go to battle. 
I expected Josh Rosen to walk in and see Jeff Fisher and go, "Oh, am I being punked? Is this a, like? <laughs> is this a funny? Do I just sit down and I'll go along with it? Go along, really? Okay. Just stay low with your voice, with and then Jeff Fisher comes back with the gravelly voice. Do you think that's a good question? Is that well, a good answer? You got to have a lot of give a blank because you know I didn't when I didn't know the Patriots running backs the week before I got fired because <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to learn who they are. All of those things happened. Coming up next, we have the best and worst from the Combine here on Fox. I do feel like the Geico Studios are the sexiest place or is the sexiest place in the world. There's no question about it on a slide over Baby Friday. Not yet, though. Another hour. No, no, no. It doesn't mean you can't start moving in that general direction. Dry humping guys is something that I feel very strongly about. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside. Jason and Mike. The aforementioned Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. We are rolling tonight. We got the Knicks and the Clippers. We got John Wick 2 coming up on one of our TVs. We got Wonder Woman on another TV. This is a great night. We're out eating pizza. Well, we got the Knicks. I'm having brownies and soda. We and got one Knicks of those Bravo on. reality shows where there's going to be a fight here any second. Well, that's because mean, mean Girls is coming on in about 20 minutes. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We got a great. Our four TVs in front of. I always want you to know what's going on in our studio. And the four TVs in front. We are. It is a party night tonight. I'm drinking Diet Coke. We're eating pizza, and I got brownies. Diet Coke! Oh, yeah. Well, we're celebrating the physical fitness at its finest of the <laughs> NFL Combine. This party is off the hook. down pizza laden with lots of cheese, brownies, <laughs> and diet soda. I feel sick. We are going to get back into Soupgate coming up in 15 minutes, the J.R. Smith story. But how about the best and worst of the NFL Combine so far? Oh, today? sweet. We got into Josh Rosen being advised by Jeff Fisher at the combine today. That's really kind of still confusing me. I can't you bring Jeff Fisher into the mix. Let who's the worst guy for Josh Rosen to talk to? Jeff Fisher, bring him in. Let's do it. Why? It's the combine. Why not? Well, we could talk about the great day that Justin Jackson of my Northwestern Wildcats had. Okay. On the field there in Indianapolis. And you get mad at me. You bring up Syracuse all the time. Uh, I do it once. Okay. You're going to browbeat me once. I bring, th- I bring up Northwestern. I, I do it bring once. Up, did you bring up Northwestern when we started the show? No, you did. No, you did. You did. I said the Big Ten tournament, a tournament nobody is watching, nor does anybody care about it. And I you told said, you I oh, loved you know, it. Northwestern, uh, Northwestern, Northwestern, Northwestern. The ball game is over. The season is over oh, I'll see you for the now. Northwestern Wildcats. Thank you, Dave Annett. Yeah, you bring it. You bring it. You know, it's a tournament that nobody is watching. Nobody cares. It's a great tournament. I mean, we're watching the games here, and it's awesome. There's there's big upsets. There's buzzer beaters. But the big it's like yeah, no one. Uh, yeah, I'm not into the tournament this this week. Too early. You're really it. just trying to disrespect me now. Play it in Chicago. Wait a week. It should That's be where in all Chicago. Your teams yes. are. That's where all your teams are. You don't have them get on planes and fly across the country. Should have had them in the greatest city in the world. I mean, the greatest in, city in, in the world. The greatest. Work, work. Rutgers. Work, work. Michigan and Penn State. <laughs> the Big Ten basketball team. All right. Wow. Um, the Drop and rhyme. Best. <laughs> we're going Hamilton freestyling over the Big Ten tournament. The NFL Combine today. Let's talk best worst for a second. Okay. Clearly, the big winner of the day, Saquon Barkley, Penn State running back, who had a great day, four four forty yard dash. 
and was the big star in all the interviews, said all of the right things. I'm not coming in with any baggage. Look, Saquon Barkley clearly has been the standout guy so far of the comment. You don't want to put too much stock in it, but clearly, if the Giants pass him by at number two, they're stupid. I get it. If you need a quarterback, you have to take a quarterback. That's why all draft picks aren't created equal. The Browns need a franchise player. They need a quarterback. They have to take one. But is this where the the Browns sitting at one and four, regardless of what happens Mm -hmm. in trades and everything else? Because you have the Giants and Colts sitting there, neither of which, at least on the surface, are going quarterback here. Of course, we keep waiting to find out some real substantive news on the health of Andrew Luck and his return to the field. But do you say Saquon Barkley's the guy? Like, we know what he is. If you take him at one, like, you have to have a pecking order of quarterbacks. You can't just walk in and go, I'm happy with any of these guys. It's not a fantasy draft where you go, boy, if I get Brady. This is my second tier. (laughs) If I get Brady or Cam or Rodgers, I'm happy. No, this is different. This is a little bit more (laughs) involved than that. It's uh, Well, if I get Rosen or Allen, I'm happy. No, there's guys you like. But it is the Browns. And any guy's an upgrade. (laughs) Do I need to do any research? Here's these four. I picked the guy we like the most. There's going to be a pecking order, and you can't leave it to chance, okay, that we'll take Saquon Barkley number one, and we'll leave it to chance that when we pick fourth, Sam Darnold's going to be there, or Josh Rosen is going to be there, because you don't know what's going to happen. Whichever that guy is, sure. Teams are going to try to move up. You don't know how it's going to go, because then the Giants sitting at number two are going to say, we're moving out of this pick, because if Barkley's not there, and they already said they want to trade it, which is dumb, but... Then they're moving out of that pick. Hey, they're just they're saying they're open for business. Buddy. Right. They didn't. They didn't say definitively though. But that's out. where somebody moves up. That's where you know. If, if so, you can't do it. If you're a team that needs a quarterback, you can't. But if you say no to Saquon Barkley, you're saying no to Leonard Fournette. You're saying no to Adrian Peterson. There is there is there are no red flags with this guy. Remember last year when the draft came up, and I, why I was so happy the Jets got Jamal Adams at, at number six. Because he was the guy who had zero red flags. Sure. There was nothing you were worried about with him. You weren't worried about him in coverage, in being a box safety, covering the tight end. None of those things. He had no red flags. He projects to be a star. Was on the all-rookie team, got votes for defensive rookie of the year, played on a really bad team. But that's why I like. There's no red flags. Barkley was dominant at a high Division One level. He showed that he has a style of game that translates to the next level. There are no red flags. Don't have to worry about his completion percentage. Don't have to worry about his attitude. Don't have to worry about how many interceptions he throws. He is the complete guy. Well, if but you he goes, don't need a quarterback, he is your guy. But he goes speed, strength, and dominates today. And emphatically, we, we parse through all the the word choices of the quarterbacks, and certainly with Barkley, he was in the middle of all of that Browns montage we did a little bit later of how much everybody loves the city of Cleveland. But he said flat out his objective was to dominate his competition. You got to like that. Mm -hmm. Running backs aren't usually showing you that swagger. That's wide receiver, defensive back, and a couple of quarterback kind of territory. Running backs raising their hand and saying, hey, I'm it. Like, this is it. I'm I'm your number one far and away. You don't often have that kind of come into the league. If you don't need a quarterback, he's the guy. Nobody else, he's the guy. Bradley Chubb, no, he's the guy. You don't want to – you're talking about a guy who is such a huge weapon that would form a big three on whatever team. That would be somebody who you could rely on as your quarterback. Look at what happened with the Jaguars this year. Leonard Fournette came in, gave them a dimension they didn't have, and look where they wound up with Blake Bortles in the AFC Championship game. Yes, their defense was phenomenal. 
but you have to do enough on offense, and Leonard Fournette was that guy. Well, they were bum slayers, too. All right, but still, but, Leonard yeah. Fournette you know, comes in and says, well, hey, you know what, I'm pretty good. I mean, you, you, that's, you are turning the page and saying, we don't want Peterson, we don't want Fournette. Right. That's what you're doing. Now to the worst NFL combine. We bring you the story of lineman Orlando Brown, a guy who many people were saying coming into the draft that Orlando Brown could be a periphery first-round pick, but maybe not after this NFL combine. An historically bad NFL combine. Think about this for a second. Here are the numbers he has had on his workouts. All right? His vertical was 19 and a half inches. That would be the worst of any player ever drafted in the NFL. 19 inches is what he jumps. I think I could get to 19 inches if it counts. Like, Does it count if I jump and I just lift my feet up as high as I can? I could get to 19 inches. I'm not inches. sure where the measuring mark is, but we could probably fabricate that. I mean, I think I'm 47, and I could get at least, a, I mean, what, a foot? Maybe, maybe, maybe 15 inches off the ground? Maximum effort, maybe. I mean, I, I could do that. I could do that. His broad jump is 82 inches. That would also be the worst ever drafted. His bench reps, 14 bench reps, 14 in the bench press. That would be the fourth worst ever amongst offensive linemen. And his 40-yard dash of 5.85 seconds, nearly a six-second 40-yard dash. That would be the second worst 40-yard dash ever. The other was a seventh rounder in 2001. I'm pretty sure Rich Eisen did the 40-yard dash in less than 5.85 seconds in his shoes and, and, and suit and tie, which he does every year. I haven't seen his. Is, he won't run till Sunday, right? This year. <laughs> When's Eisen running? He's not running till Sunday. <laughs> Just for curiosity's sake, I'm sure we can find the historical data. I don't know how you come in and clearly show that you did not prepare for the NFL Combine. I've just been told, Rob Garrett told us, Rich's record is 5.94. So he was just eight hundredths of a second slower than Orlando Brown. I mean, and, look, and Rich is 48. And, <laughs> in a suit and tie. I mean, this is how bad it is. I mean, he also got yelled at by coaches for loafing. The fact that the word during these loafing drills. was used. How do you you're a loafer? I mean, that that is old school. That's a term you heard from He's your grandparents. Loafing. He's loafing around. <laughs> Lollygagging. I mean, this shows you a guy that didn't work at all to get ready for the right. combine. How do you do this knowing that this is this is a job interview? Right, when I, unless a job you don't really want, and I can't believe if you're a college football star, you could be a first or second round pick. You know, you're not taking it seriously. He would enough. have been better off not showing up. If it's a job, hey, I just look at my tape. If it's a job I didn't want, I get tanking the interview. I mean, I completely get that. I understand, but this is where you want you want this job, and so you don't work out at all. You don't get ready at all because if you worked out at it, you'd be better than this. If you worked out, you'd be bet you would run a five point eight five forty. You ever ever to go to a job interview that you really didn't care about the job? Yeah, you, oh, you many went you times. went through the paces. Yes. But this is not that job. No, this is not it's that kind job. of a big deal. I remember going. I went in and I did. I had a horrible interview for a job I didn't want, and I got the job. 
when I went in, when I graduated. Who are Syrac- you, Costanza? No, no, no. Alex, Alex <laughs> Tychett, my music, please. After I graduated from Syracuse. Yeah. Uh, not my It is a Friday night. Slide on over. After I graduated. I was looking for my first, quote, real job, right? And I, you know, but I had to do something for money because, you know, I I wasn't doing anything. I had to do something for money. So I filled out applications a bunch of places around my my dad's uh, house in Syracuse. And, um... The one place that called me back was Blockbuster Video. How about that? And I'm like, oh, you can have Jason's I picks. Really, uh, <laughs> I, I was the movie expert, though. I did get to wear the gold jacket on Friday nights. We people got to ask Look me about that. movies. That was awesome. Ask Trust me about me. my favorites. Best four movies of this year: Get Out, Logan, John Wick Two, Wind River. Trust They're just because you wore a gold jacket at a Blockbuster, a gold jacket, an gold jacket. That was a big thing, though, to wear the gold jacket. Like I'm not it saying still like, is now. I'm not saying women you walked know, walking in going, over to Canton. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying women walked in and went like, "Oh, hey, he sounds guy, sexy." A guy in a gold jacket really knows movies. I'm going to go watch the Cutting Edge with him. No, but nicely done. I didn't a want. Nice the, I, I didn't want the job. I didn't want the job at all. So I go in for the interview, and they said, "When can you start?" And I said, "Ah, I'm not sure." Uh, you know, I I've, I've put other resumes in a couple places. Okay, um, you know, do you have any experience? No. Not at all. I've never worked retail before or anything. I worked in the Carrier Dome, actually. I was uh, in the uh, refreshments. I was in the, uh, um, I got a metal block, uh, uh, concession stands. <laughs> so that's what I did. Meanwhile, but I didn't want to tell them that. So I said, I never worked retail before. No, I didn't really, you know, uh, how are you with movies? Disavowed any knowledge of his history. How are you with movies? And I got said, a fake yeah. ID. You know, I'm kind of a movie fan, even though, you know, movies is my whole life. I love movies. I said, yeah, I'm kind of a movie fan. Yeah, all right. I'm like, all right, there's no way. They called me an hour later and said, hey. You had the job, you could start. And I'm like, I didn't even do well at that, and I got the job. Didn't need to. No. Think about some of your competition. It was awful. I got paid like 15 cents above uh, minimum wage. It was terrible. Oh, that was awful working there. But you got to wear the gold jacket. Oh, they came in and they said, hey, everybody's getting raises uh, because the company's giving raises across the board, and they're going to be retroactive to the beginning of the month. We were all excited. I'm going, oh, my God, I'm going to get... What's the raise going to be? We all thought we're getting like a dollar more an hour. We're all counting money. No, they, we got ten cents an hour. Ten cents, and you were some happy people, to have it. Some people got fifteen cents. I'm like, really? I get ten. I get a ten cent an hour raise. A ten cents. Ten cents is what I got for a raise. Really? Ten cents over the course of a week. That's a couple of horse meat sandwiches. Oh, that's not. If you worked cents, the Rob Guerra method, you might be able to get a couple of meals out of it. If I worked, if I worked, hang on. If I worked forty hours, that's a four dollar raise. I'm Good taking math skills. four extra dollars full-time. Minus Ball tax. In. Full-time. Minus tax. Minus tax. I couldn't even <laughs> get insurance. a quarter pounder. <laughs> quarter pounder, I think, by itself is like three sixty nine with tax. Oh, no, 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 no. But, with back tax. Then, but back then, you got I a lot could. of two-for-two two kind of effort. Oh, yeah. I'd have Listen, I have $4. Can I get the two-for-two in two a small Coke? You want a big Coke for it? No, I can't. Take, take a bigger Coke. I need a smaller one. I don't have the money. I work at Blockbuster. Hey, I need another nickel an hour. Why, I mean, really? why are you coming back for that? I want a large Coke. <laughs> a 5.8540 yard dash? I mean, really? And you get you get in trouble for loafing? My, the Miami you lollygagged kid. the ball around the infield. Good job. Good effort. Oh, wow. I could be an NFL lineman. Certainly have a better 40 in combine than Orlando Brown. Twitter, Not with that first step. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but I'd make up for that. I got you. Do you think Orlando Brown's got me on my first step? Come on, man. Let's be real about it. Twitter and I'm on a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Coming up next.
We get into the top story of the night, and it's all about soup. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Today's Friday. And it, Bill Belichick is right. He may hate animal crackers in my soup. Is this Shirley Temple? It actually wow, is. Nicely done. Are you anti-Shirley Temple? That's that's terrible. Wow, Mike. You can't be anti-Shirley Temple. Not me. No, Belichick. You can't be anti-Shirley yeah, Temple. Well, we're on to Macaulay Culkin. We're on to, that's we're anti-American, on to, isn't it? I hate that song. Uh, we're, we're on to Alex D. Lins. We're on to... We're on to wow. If you think, a tra- there. you think a train will stop if it sees your car in the tracks, you're right, it will, about a mile after it hits you. So stop, because trains cannot. Jason and Mike, and tonight's big story is about soup. This is why all the soup songs... And we still have not had a repeat on soup songs since we started the show. I'm very impressed with myself. Uh, Tight shirt, you are on your way to a B minus night. I'll I tell can you. still run a five too. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't run a five second forty yard dash. Give me you, a month, dude. You're talking about you would start even with Saquon Barkley, and he would run the forty yard dash, and you would finish less than a half second behind him. My nickname was the Bolt. It's not. No, I, I really have to figure out what my I'm, bold proclamation of what I can do on on these physical. Yeah, if we're being now. real, probably like a five five. No, no, uh, all right, maybe five five. Is it, listen, I, I, I think it all it was. I just got dismissed. I think. Well, I got run over by Alex Tyson. I'm going to make my. Well, the hell he, is this? He runs a five five forty. Apparently, just ran straight up my back. I'm pretty sure I could finish a forty yard dash in under seven seconds. I'm pretty sure I could be under seven. I could be under seven. You are fake. Name that tune no, now would, with you it would, guys. It would take me about a second to cover ten yards when I, but maybe a little bit more. But we got all these big proclamations. A couple of weeks ago, you're talking about, oh, I'm going to be a gold medal curling guy. I could do that. I'm giving no time. This guy's going to outrun everybody at the NFL Combine. <laughs> I could run a sub seven second forty yard dash, and I could probably do one rep of two twenty five. On the bench, is that what you're one, thinking? Maybe one before yeah. you blow your shoulders oh, out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Elbows. When go I was flying. younger, when I was younger, I could have done a couple. I could have done maybe five or six, but there's no way I could do it. No, 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 no way. Now I could do one. My vertical, though, if you're talking about, I can jump up and just lift my feet. <laughs> These as guys high are going to break can. their necks the way they're shaking. They're worse than the, the a bobblehead during an earthquake. No, right now. If I'm jumping up as high as I can. And I lift my feet up as high as I can. I know I can get two feet off the ground. Really? I know I could be better than Orlando Brown. You know, here's the thing with Orlando Brown. We talked about him a little bit. The number two tackle out of Oklahoma. His quarterback, Baker Mayfield, backed him up. And I have to agree with some of the logic. He's not running 40 yards. He He's never to, running 40 he yards. He needs to go five steps. Not even on an interception is he running 40 no, yards. No, man. He may run 15 back and then look and say, to hell with this. I... How the hell with this? I'm him. I'm saying, look, you, you saw the tape. <laughs> I'm Killian. The hell with you. I'm not running. <laughs> That's right. Meet me for some shrimp cocktail. We'll talk about my pro prospects uh, and how I'm not converting to wide receiver. <laughs> I'm an offensive lineman. Not Leave me it. alone. I'm a quarterback. I'm not doing it. We'll have more Lamar Jackson coming up later on in the show. But the big story tonight is about soup. J.R. Smith, who was suspended for the Cavaliers for a game Thursday night because of an altercation he got into with assistant coach Damon Jones. We didn't know what the altercation was, but we did know that Teron Liu, head coach of the Cavaliers, said he's suspended, he's not playing Thursday night, but he'll be back starting on Saturday. Now we find out today exactly what the transgression was. 
he threw a bowl of soup at Damon Jones. A bowl of soup. Now, before we get to the craziness, because there's a lot of great crazy that we have to get to. The thesis statement. There's a lot of great crazy. The subject headline is crazy enough. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of great crazy. But just think about this for a second. Just to be serious, I mean, I hate that we have to be serious, but it's it's a tell and it shows you things. How mentally fragile are the Cavaliers where J.R. Smith throws a bowl of soup at an assistant coach, gets in an altercation with an assistant coach, and Taronlu's reaction is, you're suspended for a game, but you're back starting the next day. Why does he feel the need to say, and you're back starting? Like, he wants to make, like, hey, don't be mad at me. I kind of have to do it, but don't worry. It's not going to affect you at all. You just threw a bowl of soup at an assistant coach. If that happens any other team, what do you think happens if Kevin Durant throws a bowl of soup at an assistant coach at Golden State? What, what happens if Joe Kim Noah throws a bowl of soup at Joe? All right, that might have happened. Well, I was, what no, happens no, if someone throws look, a bowl man, of soup? if we're talking about a pendulum, those are, those are two, two uh But if you do something man. to an assistant coach, you're suspended and you're sitting out for a couple of days, and you're docked money, and it's we wonder what your future is with the franchise when you're throwing a bowl of soup at a coach. All right? It's a big deal. It's embarrassing, first of all. Secondly, it shows you that you don't have respect for a coach. And now how do you respect Teron Lu when his reaction is, you're suspended, but don't worry, you're back start. Why the need to say you're back starting on Saturday? Because that's just an affront to a guy that you coach alongside. But, but hey. he's a made guy. He's Doesn't a made guy. It's J.R. Smith. No, in the great purge of 2018, he stayed. He, did. he stayed. The fall guy couldn't go because Kevin, Kevin Love was hurt. In purge anarchy, J.R. Smith stayed. Right. When they shuffled up and dealt half their roster, who got to stay? Okay. J.R. Smith got to sure. stay. He's a LeBron guy. So he wants to throw soup, double down. Tomorrow, throw another bowl. That's embarrassing. Really? Double down, throw more soup. <laughs> Throwing no, it's actually the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. All right, I mean coming I think, out of a, a locker room. I think but. throwing soup would be a great title for an album. Hey, here you know the new Afghan Wigs album is out. Throwing soup. Oh, it's awesome! It's so good. I think it'll be good. It's pretty good. Throwing soup. I could see Dooley doing that, having some fun with throwing <laughs> soup. But He's just a sports fan, I'm but, sure I could. You know, the next time I, I see them at a show, I will, I will ask him about throwing soup and okay, what's the so best story of a he, rock star that you've ever had in terms of someone. Going after <laughs> or ask another him, ask band him to write member. A song called "Throwing Soup." Throwing soup, and we can have that a little but, bluesy but, with a uh, piano backing. But ju- just think about think about this story. If you heard that Cam Newton threw a bowl of soup at one of the Panthers' assistant coaches, or wow. if, if you that'd be heard, tough because he could lose a sponsorship. If you heard that, that Danny Amendola threw a bowl of soup at Josh McDaniels because he was mad about something, is he playing? Is he suspended for a week? Is his future with the team in doubt? Of course it is. But the, with the Cavaliers, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, just one game. And I really don't want to do it, but, yeah, you're back. I mean, that's an affront to Damon Jones. It's an affront to discipline. And it shows you that Teron Lou is completely afraid of losing the locker room, losing the team, and losing everything. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Just where we're at in the season. You've got 20 games left. You're taking some pretty heavy losses. You'd lost by 11 points to the Sixers, fueling more of the look how much of a love fest LeBron's having with all the young members of the Sixers, the back and forth on Instagram with Simmons and Embiid, that you're, you're looking at Ty, Ty a guy that many have called for his job in season. So you've already know he's treading water at best, particularly if LeBron up and leaves in the offseason. So – it's an interesting, tenuous 
tenuous place, a tenuous hold on the team, and for us, just, uh, pardon the pun, delicious storylines to follow as we get deep into this NBA season because what else are you going to talk about? Russell Westbrook getting helped up by Larry Fitzgerald. Are we going to talk about the technical foul that the Mavericks <laughs> earned by having four guys on the court against the Bulls? No. Hey, Russell Westbrook actually took the mop and 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 sweat and and no, uh, it's a good up move. the court tonight. No, it's that's good. After after a play against Was Phoenix. it after one of his turnovers? No, it's probably one probably Mello's fault. You're going to blame Mello? But we get to the big serious mind-blowing questions about what it means to throw a bowl of soup at somebody coming up in a minute. But right now, an update from a guy who would never throw a bowl of soup at someone because soup has too many carbs in it. <laughs> yeah, he, he would just eat whatever meat and vegetables were inside exactly. and pour the broth out. <laughs> it's Tom Looney. Uh, two games in progress. Timberwolves and Jazz going at it in Salt Lake City. Ruby on the push. Timberwolves are back. Crossover dribble to the rack. Missed the layup. Gobert follows. And then Rudy Gobert gets down in the crowd for the arm spread wide and says, I'm scoring. There's a guy who likes his job going nuts, calling the game. It doesn't matter. David Locke with the call. KFNZ. Salt Lake City is the voice of the Jazz. Jazz in front of the T-Wolves. 89-83. 9-53 left in the game. In La La Land beneath the shadow of the Hollywood sign with seven minutes to go. In the fourth quarter, Clippers in front of the Knicks, 106-85. NBA performance of the night, Russell Westbrook, 43 points and 14 rebounds. Thunder rattled the Suns, 124-116. Devin Booker at 39 for the losers. Golden State now 13-1 on the road. Warriors, AJ, the Hawks, 114-109. NBC, NBC, NBA Eastern Conference, brouhaha. Shout out to NBC, Toronto Rep, Washington, 102.95. And now, in the spirit of the NFL Combine, we continue on Fox Sports Radio with two guys with ice water in their veins who carry the team on their shoulders with reckless abandon. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Live from the Geico Studios, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. So... J.R. Smith suspended for throwing a bowl of soup at assistant coach Damon Jones. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've talked about the serious implications of it and what it really means and how mentally fragile the Cavaliers are and how embarrassing it is that Teron Lou had to say, but you're starting again as soon as your suspension, suspension's over. Well, they need him. They need his minutes. But let me, let's just go through some of the important questions here because these are very important. How hot was the soup when he threw it? If this was hot soup and you got hit with hot soup, that's a big deal. That hurts. But if this was like a half-eaten bowl of soup, uh, all right, I'm okay with it. sitting a while. Maybe it's now lukewarm. Yeah, if it's a Because if it's the other, then Damon Jones, maybe you've got a whole other... you got a lawsuit. Lawsuit potential. And if it's like something with a clear broth, like if it's a meatball soup or if it's you know a, a pasta soup or something or a chicken noodle, okay. But you throw like tomato soup at me, I, that you ruin my clothes. I mean, I'm not, tomato soup ain't coming out no matter what color clothes you're wearing. Tomato soup isn't coming out. That Syracuse shirt would be ruined forever. Oh, I'd have to throw it away and get a new one. Unless you're wearing a black pants and a black shirt, in which case then, okay, you could get you could get the stains out. But you're not getting tomato soup out of anything. No, that is a dangerous thing. It's been one of the big subjects of the day, and I wonder if any odds have been laid on uh, if we find out what type of soup it was or if there was any soup at all. Well, supposedly Brian Windhorse knows. 
because people were wondering what it was. He just said, DM me, and I'll tell you. Did you slide into his DMs? No, I didn't slide into his DMs. It's weird to slide into someone's DMs that you don't really know. I'm really not. Um, I don't care, uh, for one. But <laughs> these, the other part is, as we know, he, he's embedded with the LeBron James camp. So, Soup is popular. I mean, that popular. That's what you're eating after a shoot around. You're warming up a bowl of soup. Like is there like you go into the Cavaliers locker room and there's like a terrine of soup. All the like when you walk into like soup plantation well, or one be. of those. I mean, soup is good soup for is the popular. soul. Soup is soup is like home. Yeah, but I don't I don't picture soup in an. I mean, I've been to plenty of locker rooms. I've never seen like, well, where's the soup station? Oh, right here. Oh, great. And I got chicken noodle and clam chowder. And I no, I've never seen. A soup station somewhere. Let's see. Sales of wet broth stock in the U.S., $1.1 billion. Uh, U.S. unit sales of condensed wet soups, $1.18 billion. Uh, sales share of wet broth stock from U.S. private label soups, 23.8%. million advertising Yeah, no, I get it, but it's, it's, you're kind talking a about deal. a sports locker room that suddenly so- – because when I picture this story, I'm not picturing J.R. Smith going in – ladling out a little bowl of soup, and Damon Jones going, hey, Jr. to go out and shoot some more threes, and he turns around and throws a bowl of soup at him. I'm picturing like J.R. Smith coming from his house with a brown bag. He's got the instant soup, puts it in the microwave, puts the hot water in, heats it up, you know, covers it and puts a, puts a, a cup on top of it so to, it heats the noodles up for a couple minutes like it's ramen. Then he opens it up, and then he throws it at Damon Jones. I mean, I'm not picturing like that there's soup readily available in a locker room. But again, they're trying to get a family atmosphere. Trying to make it homey, and and maybe in the winter, and and when you're looking in Cleveland, that maybe that's the way way you do it. It's cold outside. Guys are are in, and they're they're around each other all day, and, and maybe they need a little bit of sustenance and a, and a little bit of soul food. There's a there's a woman in the in the kitchen who reminds everybody of their mom. It could who be makes or, sure or, or grandma. Yeah, Here, come down and sit and have some soup. It's good for you. Get those sticks to the ribs. Get I mean, those muscles going. I know you got all those tattoos and you wear a shirt with tattoos, Jr. But this will get you going today. Have some soup. I don't even know what that voice is. It's just an old woman voice for soup. You rather have Jerry Jones serving soup? No. Uh, this this soup has gold in it. Uh, just uh, uh, just ground some dust in. Uh, you'll be worth uh, hundred thousand dollars more than you are now by eating this soup. I mean, it's not good. It'll get uh, you know stuck in your digestive tract. But um, you know you can eat gold soup. It's an interesting. Concept. I don't think soup is that big a deal. Was it his soup, or did he grab a bowl from somebody else Ooh. and throw somebody else's soup? That's an interesting concept. That maybe someone else was the soup connoisseur. J.R. Smith said, "What are you doing eating soup?" And maybe it wasn't thrown in malice, but in derision at his teammate who was sitting eating a bowl of soup. Because if Jordan Clark, like Jordan Clarkson sitting there eating a bowl of soup and J.R. Smith gets mad and looks around for the first thing to throw, and it's not a remote control, it's not a, a cushion, it's a bowl of soup, I'm going to take it from you and throw the bowl of soup. Well, maybe this is also one of those things for Jordan Clarkson. Remember, he, he threw the ball at the back of Dario Saric. No. After oh. the dunk late in the game, saying breach of etiquette, game's in huh. control, dribble it out. Maybe he was mad over the soup incident. Is that breach of soup etiquette? Might be. Is there soup etiquette? I don't know. Now, the biggest thing, because this is serious, when you hear J.R. Smith threw a bowl of soup at somebody, mm-hmm. like I'm picturing he's got the bowl of soup and he gets mad and he just like you know holds it and splashes all the soup at them. And everything so you think it's out. like if you'd gone to a, a soup plantation and it's got the handle on it and you just 
Yeah, I picture him in a ball, it, like it's more it. a catapult kind of effect. Right, but did he or did he throw the entire bowl with Ooh, it? Which that's if a good that's question. a what kind of bowl? If that's well, if it's not, well, if it's one of those styrofoam bowls, okay. But if it's one of those heavy bowls, like a, like a china, you know, bowl or, or, or you know, just a, a regular made bowl that's porcelain. I mean, that hurts you if you if you get hit with a whole bowl. It certainly does take things up a level. The, I mean, these are all things. I need to know. As of now, we have no uh, knowledge whether Damon Jones is going to pursue anything off of this or if this this soup issue goes to die. I am telling you this. There's many things I'd like to know in the world. This right now would be the number one thing. This is number how one. Did, how did this shake out? Not I, is there intelligent life outside of no. the human race. Oh, well, that's not... stuff I'd like to know. But if you said to me, okay, I could I could tell you one thing right now. I could tell you who the Jets are going to take in the draft at number six, or you could find out exactly what happened with the J.R. Smith soup thing. I would pick the J.R. Smith soup well, thing. Well, by far. I mean, the Jets thing is going to happen eventually. Yeah. Whatever. And I'm, you just I'm wait okay. And it, the anticipation and what if it's might the, get you what over. What if they take somebody I don't like? I'm just going to be upset no, about now it. Now you're going to be sitting here grousing oh. for you know seven, eight weeks. At least I wouldn't be upset until the draft. So I'm okay with it. No, okay. I'd rather know the soup thing. Yeah, the soup thing's kind of a big deal. I mean, I, I there's like I said, there's many things. I feel like I'm going to make a nice big pot of soup for Monday show. <laughs> You're bring it, we'll, we'll See how long people. I can ag- I can agitate one of you before you decide to uh, go off. Oh, that's it. How? What will it take for you to throw a bowl of soup at somebody? See, that's a show right now. That's a game show that could they could put it on one of those game show channels in like two days. Throwing soup. I Throwing like soup. It. What will it take for you to throw a bowl of soup at somebody? Is it is it insults? Is it Secrets is it you know something you want people to know it? What is it that will take throw you? Everybody's sitting there with a bowl of soup and people say things, and then the last person to throw a bowl of soup wins. Oh, I like it. See, that's it. We just Let's came go. up with the show. It's brilliant. And what kind of what what kind of money do you need for the show? You need you need five or six bowls of soup. You probably need more than five or six just in case you have to go to a second take or a third take or hey, I accidentally ate all my soup. I needed to throw it. Whatever it is, our soup tonight was furnished by Wolfgang Puck. I made you a nice soup. <laughs> Brought to you by Valvoline and the Army. Be all that you can be. Twitter at How About a Fresca. See, we ask and answer all the important questions here at Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, something that when I heard it, I immediately felt bad for this big-time NBA star. Because I got all kinds of you stuff felt bad. out of my head. Yes. All right. We got it coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. A man goes into a restaurant, he sits down, he's having a bowl of soup. He says to the waiter, waiter, come, taste the soup. Waiter says, is there something wrong with the soup? He says, taste the soup. He says, is there something wrong with the soup? Is the soup too hot? He says, will you taste the soup? It's wrong. Is the soup too cold? Will you just taste the soup? All right, I'll taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Aha. Aha. That was a long way to go, tight shirt. That was a long way. It was a good payoff. That was a good pair, but that was a long way to go for that. Uh-huh. The song is called Cold Dog Soup? Yes, little guy Clark. Wait, dog soup? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Cold dog soup. Really? We make fun of horse meat sandwiches, and you make fun of me. I had to but, step it up. But you play dog soup songs. We're getting limited here towards the end. I'm not- <laughs> Fool my belly to the day I die. Cold dog soup. I, I don't and know. And rainbow pie. I, I'm not thinking about, I'm thinking about dog in a soup. You want some, of that, want some of that dog soup? What kind of dog is it? Schnauzer? Nah, it repeats on me. But he's got a guy oh. in a pork pie hat. 
Talks about Jesus. Thanks, Tom to J- Waits. Thanks to J.R. Smith for providing us with the soup storyline of the night. We'll have more on the NFL Combine coming up in 10 minutes. We got big stuff on Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield. Everybody loves the Browns for the one moment in life and Lamar Jackson at the center of a pretty big controversy at the Combine today. But since it is our final show before the Oscars, we gave our we gave our Oscar picks. I told you what the four best movies of the year are. Well, you're obsessed with your... Uh... Get Out, Logan, Wind River, and John Wick 2. And we got John Wick 2 on TV in front of us right now. I'm pretty happy. Those are your four best movies. I've seen it. Not an Oscar movie to me. It doesn't need to be a Good. sweeping epic. It doesn't need to be about heavy subjects. It doesn't need to be foreign. It doesn't need... A great movie can be anything, and movies like Get Out, Wind River, John Wick 2, and Logan all run the gamut. But don't take my word for it. This is a real headline. This is a real story I'm going to tell you. This is not me making up. It's not an Onion headline. But let's listen to Nick Young review Get Out. Yes. Right? Swaggy P did a bit on YouTube yesterday where he and a bunch of his friends watch the trailers of all the movies nominated for Best Picture. And when it gets to Get Out, he's got a story about Get Out. Now, Get Out is a movie. It's about a white girl who brings her black boyfriend home to meet her parents and all the crazy wackiness that happens because of it. There's so many layered storylines involving race and privilege and it but it's funny and it's thrilling and it's everything you want in a movie. Get out clearly to me is the best movie of the year. Because it does it does everything. It makes you want to talk about it right after it's over. You want to see it again right after you've seen it. There's so many big things that we're going to be talking about for years. The stirring of the spoon, the you know the the running right at somebody and cutting away. I mean there's so this movie is going to be legendary for the next 20 years. It'll be like Shawshank. But don't take my word for it. Let's listen to Nick Young as he talks to his friends about Get Out after seeing the trailer. Get Out. Bam! Why are they flying the air like that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just do that for you. He wasn't driving. I didn't ask who was driving. I asked to see his little little Preston brother, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I never paid attention to this trailer, but it's actually good. You went to see the movie I seen the trailer? Yeah, off of word of mouth. That is, that's yeah, the ideal view. I told you. I told you. Metal came and told me in the practice that I was living and get out. I need to go see you. Who said living that? Metal Road Peace. You were living and get out. I said, Nick, you were living and get out. You need to go see that. And I was like, what the hell is get out? <laughs> And I see it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Nick Young says, Meta World Peace told him in practice, you're living in Get Out and you have to go see it. Well, there's a lot packed into that state. Was he still with Iggy Azalea? By the timeline, I don't think so. I don't think so because it came out last February. So I don't think it was, you know, I, I don't think I don't think he was still with Iggy Azalea. When I, you're, how are you living in Get Out? No, but certainly he was still in the ramifications of, of what went down. And, and as we do, we don't know exact timelines, right? You know what the public statement is of when celebrity couples break. 
but you don't know what's really going on and if people are still seeing each other. Uh, sometimes you don't care, but in this mm. particular case, it it lends itself to the get out statement. So I'm just I'm just I'm just picturing like Nick Young. Sorry, spoiler alert. In the chair, and and he's and 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 on on TV. Here comes like you know Jeannie Bus, and she's stirring or, a bowl of soup, and she's telling him this is what's going to happen to you, Nick. This is what we're going to do to you right now. <laughs> I can't get out of him in this old chair in the basement. That really escalated quickly. I you are really entertained by I this. I can't take a three. I'm tied up in this chair. I got to take a three-pointer. Behavior <laughs> modification in terms of your shot selection. Just stir in that spoon. You'll never take a three-pointer again, Nick. Not in your body. You're just, turning, just turning it and turning it. And then J.R. Smith shows up at the falling. end to save him. J.R. Smith, how did you find me? T.S. bleeping bleeping A. And, and a bowl of soup. Got to the bottom of the bowl of soup. Big controversy from the combine next on Fox. Five second guitar solo. You yell guitar solo and you immediately bang a drum. Well, because that's I, I want people well, I, to hear the guitar. Uh, holy cow! Do I need to go? Wow! 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 Holy cow! You did anyway. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my former best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, where being bitter about Northwestern losing in the Big Ten Tournament can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Okay, that can't, but just going to Geico can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Go there and see what you can save. You know, Harry Carey would have been 104 yesterday. Mm. That would have been a great run. Yeah. four. Pretty soon we'll all be living to 104. They'll find that. Medicine will save you. Just don't have a lot of bad habits and wait it out. Medicine will come around. There's very smart people doing things every single day. Medicine will save you. Just don't make it impossible. How, how do you mean make it impossible? I mean, you have a lot of bad habits. Like if, like me, my one bad habit is my diet, but I'm doing a little bit better on it. Stop. But I don't smoke. I don't really drink. I don't have a. I've never really smoked. And okay, so I'm all right. I'm I'm good. I don't skydive. I don't do it. You know, no, I'm I'm good. Statistically, I think okay. skydiving's okay. I'm skydiving. I just mean, you know, do something that's Rocky dangerous. Mountain flying. I went 2.7 seconds Colorado. on a bowl named Boo Manchu. No, I'm going Tim McGraw. Oh, okay. All right. You that stay in your John Denver. Skydiving. See, you're almost at Eric Burton and Sky Pilot while you're at it, too. <laughs> and flying into Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix. DJ to see Sean Miller. Um... A big controversy today at the NFL Combine. By the way, happy Friday. And it involves the Heisman Trophy winner of a year ago, Lamar Jackson. There was a report earlier in the day, today, that teams would like to see Lamar Jackson work out at wide receiver. No teams have asked Lamar Jackson of that. In fact, he's already met with a bunch of teams who wanted to be a quarterback. And when he was asked about that, today by members of the media, I am glad that he stood up and said, I'm a quarterback, and that's it. Whoever well, like me a quarterback, that's where I'm going. You know, that's strictly my position. Yes, no, sir, not that I know of. Okay, and that's not on the table. Not at all. I'm not going to be a wide receiver at all tomorrow. <laughs> quarterback position. <laughs> all right. So there it is. No, I'm a I'm a quarterback i am not a wide receiver there's many reasons why 
I am very happy to see him do this. Tell people to stick it if they say they want you to be a wide receiver. You won the Heisman bleepin' trophy in college football. So that means you can throw the football a little bit. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe I'm a little, I'm a little got stuff, you know, my head is a little screwed up, but I'm thinking maybe if you could, you could win a Heisman Trophy, you could throw the football a little bit. This is such, like, 1980s thinking. Well, we have an athletic quarterback. Let's ask him to change positions. He's not Terrell Pryor, okay? This guy won the Heisman Trophy. He was that good. And if you can take Nick Foles and put him in the right system to win a Super Bowl, you can find the right system for Lamar Jackson. Any team that wants you to be a quarterback, I want you to be a wide receiver, first of all, is not a team that thinks highly of you. You're not part of their future. What you are is a curiosity. You're somebody of, hey, we'd like you to try out a wide receiver. And then in the fifth round, we'll draft you as a wide receiver. And if you make the team, great. We look really smart. If you don't make the team, ah, you're a fifth round pick. You're not an asset. You're not part of the future. You're a curiosity. So right there, anybody that says, I want you to change positions, I wouldn't do it. Forget it. There's no way. And then there's this part of it. Quarterbacks don't throw at the combine because it's an unfamiliar environment. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's plenty of things. There's agents everywhere. People want to talk to you. They don't throw at the combine. What do they do? They throw at their pro day. They throw at their own field with their own receivers so they can make sure if I throw 50 passes, 49 of them find hands and not more than one finds the ground. This is how it's, this is how it's done. You're telling me you want Lamar Jackson, who's never worked out at wide receiver, to, do, to take wide receiver reps at the combine when he's in a position to fail? Just go and run around a little bit. Just go. We just want to see you run. Oh, boy, you're fast. Yeah, that's great. If you wanted to be a wide receiver, I could say, now I'm glad he said stick it. But if he said, if he wanted to even say, you know what? I'll do what you want, but give me some time. And at my pro day, I'll have had some time to work at wide receiver and do that. And I'll I'll do some stuff for you at wide receiver. I would still tell him not to. But if he wanted to do that, I would say, okay. But there's no way I would just do it at the combine because that team's want to see you work out. You know, no, screw you. I'm a quarterback. This is how good I am, and this is where I'm going to make it in the National Football League. And you find a place, and you draft me if you like me, and if not, there's many other teams who want me and would draft me. He's exciting. He's a guy that would bring a lot of energy to a team, and if he's in the right system, he will succeed. You have to tailor it around Lamar Jackson and what he does well. You can't say, well, I'm going to put you and make, turn you into a drop-back passer. No, you, do, you, make, you, you allow him to do what he does well. And that means he's going to then be a terrific quarterback. But that's who you go with are are the teams that want you and want you as a quarterback, not somebody who wants to make you into something else. Make your system fit the quarterback, not the other way around. For Lamar Jackson, a great statement of amongst all the quarterbacks, right? And you're celebrating Baker Mayfield. Why? Because he's a gamer. His moxie, his swagger, all of those things. Josh Allen, because he's statuesque and has the prototypical quarterback body same thing with Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen all the measurables the buttery see we got to use that term buttery football down the field all those things but when you get into their personalities a lot of it is because you know for Josh Allen or Josh Rosen I should say it's become a bit of a negative of how much does he love football etc but for Lamar Jackson to say I'm a quarterback this is what I do And, and yes there are concerns about his completion percentage and some other things I say 
Wait till next year when he's actually throwing the ball to NFL level wide receivers, <laughs> playing behind an NFL level offensive line, and with a running back that'll be in the NFL with him. All of that. It was a one man gang running around college football. I had to get a 1980s wrestling reference in along the way, especially since the one man gang was supposed to be from Chicago. Oh, the one man gang. The legend. Yeah. Oh, I love the one man. But yeah, so yeah, you look at Lamar Jackson. Being able to say, I- I'm not doing this. I'm here to be a quarterback and compete at those skills. And we have quarterbacks that bail on so many of the different physical the physical challenges. Mm-hmm. It, not that I want to go to Double Dare uh, references <laughs> as we go. But the, the idea that he wants to go through the paces. And just like when we have our conversations about the one and done and all of the eligibility questions of college basketball that we've been having or even – Every now and again, when guys start to challenge the rules as NCAA football players, you know what? If he flames out as a quarterback, as long as he can still run, he'll get workouts as a wide receiver. He, you know what? But you exhaust all your avenues as a quarterback first. If you want to make that change to Terrell Pryor, look, Terrell Pryor proved you can do it. Now, is Terrell Pryor really good, or did he have one good year and now? He's going to struggle. He had an awful year last year with Washington. Well, and then you it immediately you put him as it. a number one. Yeah, I think was part of the problem. Well, he was number one in Cleveland, and and it worked yeah, it out Cleveland. okay. You just but kept it was Cleveland. The ball Somebody's got to get it. Thing. No, but you could do that. You could do that in your and you know. And Terrell Pryor tried to play quarterback for a long time, had a lot of chances, and now you know he's twenty seven, twenty eight as a wide receiver. He's still got four or five more years where he can be a really good player. Lamar Jackson can make that change much earlier in his career if he wants to, but now. You're a quarterback, and you go and try to do it and see. And if anybody wants to change, you tell them to stick it. You say, you know what? Thanks. Don't draft me. You want me? To be, is that what you want me to look at? Then don't, please don't draft me. I'm asking you not to because you don't believe in me. And that's the main. thing. You want somebody who believes in you, and that's not anybody that would take you. Well, and for Lamar Jackson, you know the big statement and, and one of the tests is, you know, are you willing? Are you just wanting to be a guy, or you want to be the guy? And very much emphatically in this statement, and we could talk all we want about the decision to not retain an agent. You don't have a true hype man except for your mom working for you, with you uh, in this process. That's all fine and good. You'll get your a lawyer to go through the contracts and offset language and whatever later on. But I can't fault the, hey, I am who, who I am. You've got years of tape of me dominating guys, mm-hmm. and now I'm supposed to just give that up on a whim in this opportunity to show what I can do, no chance. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, we get into a big quarterback question coming off the combine today. A guy who made a lot of headlines for what he said, and we'll take a visit to Vegas, find out who the odds on favor to go number one overall is. All that and more coming up next. This is Fox Sports Radio. Was this like a rejected Seinfeld theme? This is actually the Soup Dragons. Soup Dragons. Oh, Soup Dragons. Oh, every song tonight has to do with soup, thanks to J.R. Smith. I still keep asking whether it really happened. If you're free to do what you want at any old time, does that mean you're free to throw a bowl of soup? Hell yeah. Anytime. All right. Mike Hart. I might go do that after the show. Pro throwing soup. It's so damn hot. NFL Combine today really picking up steam. We talked about the controversy surrounding Lamar Jackson. You're going to hear from all the quarterbacks 
coming up in a few minutes and what they had to say about one team specifically. But two quarterbacks made very big headlines today in saying they feel they're the best quarterbacks in the draft. One was Josh Rosen, who said, I feel like I'm the best quarterback in the draft, and the other was Baker Mayfield. I think I'm the best quarterback here. I think I can diagnose defenses and put the ball where it needs to be and make quick decisions. Um, And I think uh, we're all competitors, and and, uh, I think every other quarterback should have the same exact belief that I do. All right, that's Rosen. That was Rosen. Now we got Baker Mayfield saying the same thing. Go ahead. Baker, do you believe you're the best quarterback in the draft? Absolutely. If you don't have that mindset, then, then something's wrong. Everybody else is probably thinking the same thing. I love the moxie because so many quarterbacks would go, what answer should I give here? Oh, there's a lot of – I think I bring a unique skill set and there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the room. I love it. Of all the quarterbacks in the draft, the one I have the least concerns for is the guy that most people have the most concerns for, and that's Josh Rosen. Because what have you heard about Rosen the last few days? Immature, not a leader, how durable is he? All right, you're talking about immaturity. Yes, the guy had a hot tub in his dorm as a freshman. Whatever. I mean, that's – I mean, come on, man. Good on him. You know, I would, a bonus I would have done point. it if I could too. It was when he was Ingenuity a freshman wins. in college. Yes. Yep. And, you know, you have hot girls next to you, you have a hot tub in your dorm, you do it. But he wasn't a leader. I'm pretty sure his entire team stood up today and, and wrote letters and, and posted on social media that Josh Rosen was a good leader. Not immature. The guy is very headstrong, and he has his own beliefs when it comes to sports. But because he does that, suddenly, oh, Josh Rosen may not be a leader. He's not durable. I watched him get blitzed on almost every bleep and play he dropped back to pass because the the UCLA offensive line was not very good. That's not going to happen in the NFL. You know, we, we talked a few minutes ago about Lamar Jackson being surrounded by huge weapons in the NFL to help him succeed. That's what it's going to be. For Josh Rosen, he's not going to be behind a turnstile offensive line where we're just going to blitz you 90% of the plays and good bleep and luck. Josh Rosen, I have the least questions about him. In the NFL, surrounded by a professional organization that's going to move things forward, he will be just fine. He's Carson Palmer. He's Carson Palmer in 2018. Strong arm, little more mobile, can make any single throw, has won a lot of games, has brought teams back to win games. There's no questions. I have no questions about how Josh Rosen's going to translate at the next level. I got more questions about Sam Darnold. Is he going to throw too many picks? Is he going to be a guy that's, hey, he'll throw 28 touchdowns, but 23 interceptions? That's not going to get it done. You know, Josh Allen, how is he going to wind up completing passes in the NFL when he can only complete 56% in college? It's a lot harder to complete passes. Who had the most drop passes in, in out of all the quarterbacks this year? Josh Rosen did. He had almost 40 passes dropped this year, the most of any of these quarterbacks at the top of the draft. I have the least amount of questions about Josh Rosen. Right. Might come to battles in the film room with the coordinators, position coaches. Might be a little that, but... I want a quarterback who wants to lead. I want a quarterback who's going to be willing to battle for what he thinks the focus and the growth and evolution of their offense should be. And if that's the big concern with him, and that seems to be the the biggest criticism of, ah, I might be too headstrong, or he doesn't love football enough because he's thinking of the larger picture, then I think you're hitting on the wrong notes. He does all the things athletically that you need, and he will have more consistent weapons around him, whether he's in Cleveland or, or any other NFL team. You're already looking at 
that upgrade, just like we said with Lamar Jackson. I do like that both quarterbacks that we used here and Rosen and Mayfield immediately channeled the great Brett, the hitman heart. Best there is, the best there was, the best. There, I mean, they're saying. Well, that's also that's that's also Roy Hobbs, but yeah, that's that's also Bret Hart. That's also excellence of elocution. Uh, well, excellence the of excellence execution. of execution. I am excellence of elocution. He's excellence of execution, which is the worst phrase you could possibly. You, have. you may have you know lifted that from someone <laughs> six feet to your left, but but that's okay. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Rosen to me is the guy I want. Look, Darnold would be would be great too. Allen, I have the most questions about. Mayfield, you have the most questions about. He's got to be in the right system. He's shorter. But I still think Mayfield could be a great player. Look, Drew Brees is six feet tall and he did he did pretty well. As long as NFL teams realize now, and this is where you need the next invention of the NFL to go. Rosen, you can put in almost any offense because he's a pocket passer. Look, he knows. He gets progressions. He gets deep on his progressions. He talked about it today. He was asked, what do you bring strongest to the table? And he said, I go four progressions deep on every play. It's not one, two, and, and, and do something else. I can go four, and I know what I need to do. You can put him in any style of offense. Same thing with Sam Darnold. You want to be a little bit give him a little bit of riverboat gambler type area to, to, to kind of freestyle and do his thing. But if you put Baker Mayfield in the right offense, he'll be fine. If you put Lamar Jackson in the right offense, he's going to be fine. You tailor it around their skills instead of saying, well, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is, is, is going to fit in with what we like to do on offense. No, the best coaches always tailor their personnel and their strategies to who they have. You're not just going to take a guy and, and square peg round hole him because it just doesn't work in the NFL anymore. Joining us now on the hotline, speaking of the NFL draft and the combine, our man in Vegas, our insider, former odds maker at Caesars Palace, the co-founder, co-host of the Bet the Board podcast, No One Better. You can follow him on Twitter, at Todd Furman. It is the aforementioned Todd Furman. What's happening, dude? Oh, see, and here I was thinking that you guys were going to call me a square peg going into a round hole, and that was going to be my intro this fine evening. Oh, if you like that, we could do that for you. He used to watch square pegs on television every week. I mean, I've honestly been called a lot worse at certain points in my life, so I'm more than happy that whatever you guys feel is fitting, that is the kind of image I will try and uphold for us. (laughs) All right, well, let's start here now with all the stuff going on in the NFL draft, the combine. Saquon Barkley won a lot of fans over today with his 40 time and and what he said. He's got no baggage going into the draft. Uh, What are the odds right now, favorites, number one overall pick in the draft? Oh, when you look at it, it's still Sam Darnold. He's actually listed as the odds-on favorite, a shade under 2-1. to one. Saquon Barkley, though, has been the fastest riser. You could have picked him up at about 12-1 to one at betonline.ag to be the number one pick in the draft. Before those numbers came off the board, he was listed at less than 3-1. to one. It'll be very interesting to try and figure things out. If the Browns are able to get a guy like A.J. McCarron and there's a starting quarterback, Barkley is clearly the most NFL-ready talent there is right now most likely alongside Quentin Nelson. So when you're trying to figure out exactly how you want to build your franchise, get the best available talent. And I don't think we've seen a running back coming out of college as good as Barkley since Adrian Peterson. Just giddy, giddiness about the, the combine. More positive news this year. I think people really hyping it a little more than the pejoratives we've had in the past. But let's get on the other side of the college world, shall we? Sean Miller and his sweaty <laughs> shirt was back on the sidelines. 
Yes, you can't bet on him having a sweaty shirt. That's 100%. No, Even that's Todd won't take the odds on that. The the question was future odds with him back back on the uh, sideline. What's Arizona looking at? Yeah, nothing's really changed in that regard as far as their odds to win the Pac-12 tournament coming up or even the national championship. Uh, you still find them at 5-2 to two to cut down the nets in Las Vegas about this time next week, or I should say this time uh, next Saturday. And when you're looking at their odds to win the national championship, those have moved a little bit, but nothing real substantial. From 30-1 to one to where they bottomed out to about 25-1, to one, I still think Arizona has a laundry list of concerns, and it's not going to be alleviated by Sean Miller's presence on the sidelines. All right, odds odds are we have an NCAA tournament without the 20 teams that were involved in the FBI probe. Uh, I'll give you about 50,000 to one uh, <laughs> that we won't have a tournament with a lot of the marquee teams. I know you're still trying to figure out every possible scenario for your Syracuse Orange to get off the bubble despite scoring 44 points last Saturday against Duke and then giving up 85 on the road to Boston College. But just come to grips with it, Jason. Unless Syracuse wins the ACC tournament, they're bound for the NIT and maybe a chance to play in Manhattan. We oh. did have a good run last Friday, though, where when, if you eliminated all the teams from the Yahoo report, oh yeah, plus Arizona, yeah, and some of the others from Scandal. I mean, Syracuse got up to an eight seed. They were I an think eight the seed, way it yeah. broke down off the uh, the Sagarin rankings. <laughs> I mean, you have to try and take full advantage if everybody else around you uh, is deemed ineligible. That's going to open all sorts of doors and opportunities. Uh, but I really think that when we look at how this college stuff is going to Scandal is going to ultimately play itself out. Nothing is going to occur before we talk about naming the field of 68 a week for Sunday. All right, now tell me the truth. on the, Don't lie to me. I mean, you have to tell me that this may be embarrassing. Do the casinos in Vegas know the Big Ten tournament is going on right now? <laughs> I, I don't think anybody in the country knows the Big Ten tournament's going on, including Big Ten diehard basketball fans that see Madison Square Garden as more or less an outlier. Because you watch some of these performances, whether it's Rutgers winning two games or Purdue going through the motions, to eliminate uh, the pesky Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I don't think most of the country are uh, really paying much attention. It will be interesting, though, to see if we get some of the big boys going head-to-head. And I think the semifinal between Michigan and Michigan State tomorrow uh, will tell us a lot more about the Wolverines and their potential for a seed line, maybe inside the top four if things were to break the right way. All right, J.R. Smith suspended one game for allegedly throwing a bowl of soup. The Cavaliers losing and LeBron James laughing it off with the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, in the East, how much has changed in terms of the the leader leaderboard for futures and the end, and, and NBA title? It's still the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference. Uh, I think at this point you're going to be very hard-pressed to find another team that can bridge the gap. Maybe the Raptors uh, from top to bottom talent-wise will be able to match up. It's still some real skepticism. Uh, again, the Cleveland just going through the motions right now, kind of playing out the stretch. If you're looking at the overall odds to win the NBA championship, and I think this will surprise some folks, Golden State obviously listed as a favorite at a dollar sixty chalk. Uh, Cleveland, the second favorite on the board right now at four to one, and the Houston Rockets at nine to two. That of course though, under the assumption obviously that if Houston was in the Eastern Conference, their price would be significantly shorter. But go, knowing that they'd have to go through the Western Conference and most likely the Cavs in the NBA finals, uh, that's what creates such a price. The quick follow up obviously if you were a betting man, uh, what type of soup did J.R. Smith throw? If J.R. Smith was smart like an old man in a delicatessen, he would have ordered matzo ball soup, so he would have had a projectile that he could have hit the head coach right, I mean, that he could have hit Damon Jones right between the eyes. How about that? Wow, so the odds-on favorite is matzo ball soup. I mean, I don't think I'm going to make matzo ball soup an odds-on favorite for any NBA player unless Deron Scheffler is getting back in the league sometime soon. But uh, 
he's trying to figure out what these NBA players are going to eat. Maybe we go with like a chicken tortilla, a minestrone. I don't see J.R. Smith as a cream-based guy, so you know, I'm not going to go with clam chowder, broccoli and cheddar, or anything along those lines. You know, that's, you would, a, that's a good analysis right there. You would think, Todd Furman, when he woke up today, if I said, Todd, on the show tonight, you're going to say, I don't see J.R. Smith as a cream broth-based guy. You would have told me I was full of it. You know what? These days, nothing surprises me. <laughs> we get together for our weekly chat on Friday night, so I prepare everything I possibly can because as soon as I decide to rest on my laurels, you guys will be able to slip a curveball by me on a hitter's count. Twitter, at Todd Furman. He is a Twitter. At Todd Furman, former odds maker at Seizures, co-host, Bet the Board podcast. Anything you need to know, he is your man in Sin City. Thanks a bunch, Todd, as always, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure. Hey, one last thing, guys. I want to know when you and Harm are going to go toe-to-toe in your version of the NFL combine. You know, a little bench press, a little squat, a little vertical jump. I think that's the must-see TV for your loyal audience. Uh, we're just going to throw soup at each other. <laughs> I mean, that works. Just make sure that you have some towels there to wipe that cream-based soup off the faces. Right. <laughs> What's it with him and, and cream-based soup? He decided he, 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 he tested that in a couple of casinos really? this afternoon, and cream-based soup really? in the slide-over baby hour got a lot of reactions. It's really obsessing with the, with the cream-based soup. Well, thing. you know. <laughs> Coming up next, we visit the NFL Combine. And today is something you will hear that you will never hear again. But first, a man you hear every single night. Hi. Because if he doesn't show up, he doesn't get paid. Tom Looney. It's Tom Looney with What's Trending. The two late night liberal left coast NBA games are over. Jazz ticky tack the Timberwolves 116-108. Clippers cherry pick the Knickerbockers 128-105. NBA performance of the night happened in the Valley of the Sun. Russell Westbrook, 43 points, 14 rebounds for the Thunder. Thunder rattled the Suns, 124-116. Devin Booker had 39 points for the losers. Golden State now 13-1 on the road. Warriors, Ethan to the Hawks, 114-109. We had an NBA Eastern Conference brouhaha in D.C. Some would call it a hullabaloo. Others would suggest it was a rhubarb. Raptors voodoo boogaloo the Wizards, 102-95. If you need more scores, check out TalkSports.com. And we now forge forth into the night in the spirit of the NFL Combine. We continue on Fox Sports Radio with two hard-nosed impact players who can take over a talk show. Two proven winners with high radio IQs and pay no attention to the shoplifting charges at Wegmans. They're ready on day one. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. That's passion and energy right there. That's right. Wegmans, where I used to tell people to strive for five, eat five fruits and vegetables a day. And the produce aisle. Wegmans. First and freshness. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Lou. Sure. Live from the Geico Studios, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. Today's a day you'll never see again. Well, until the Browns pick number one overall next year. Oh, they're already predicting another year of sadness. <laughs> Today was a day where everybody said glowing things about the Cleveland Browns. All the top players in the draft, except for one, had glowing things to say about the Cleveland Browns. I've never seen a day like this ever. I've never seen a day like this where so many people love the Browns this much. Well, I think every time there's a new coach, everybody walks into the local media and says how it's a new change of face and and everything's flowing. But the retention of Hugh Jackson 
didn't allow for any of that. So the next great thing, I mean, everybody's looking for a statue, right? You got to be that guy. And if you could lead them to the promised land of eight and eight, you might be able to be able to be that guy to get a statue. First, here's Baker Mayfield. Let's hear from him first talking about the Browns and how he loves the Browns. And I'm the guy if the Browns want to draft me. First things first, they get a winner. I think if anybody's going to turn that franchise around, it'd be me and be able to put it in the right direction. They're they're close. They're, they're very close. They're, they have the right pieces. Uh, I think they just need one guy, a quarterback, to make that difference. Look, I'm the guy. Look, I like I, that. If anybody's going to do this, can me. Do it. It's got to be me. If it's winning time, who's going to do my it? My time. You, you, Lieutenant Weinberg, you, Josh Rosen. I have a greater responsibility than you could possibly fathom. I like it. And he loves to, hey, if anybody can do it, it's me, because I would go number one in the draft and get the most money. How soon after he gets into the NFL does he show up on a WWE episode? Ooh, oh, pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty fast, pretty fast yeah, right? Yeah. Even yeah. before maybe uh, oh, before training, training camp. camp. Oh, yeah, yeah, not after training camp. No, before that. No, he's he, like I WWE think he's, Raw. He's, he's his yeah. own hype man. Sure. No, he's, he's ready. Oh, Greek freak just had sex again. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit. Oh you know what I'm saying? Friday night, getting loose. What about Josh Allen? Projected to be one of the top picks in the NFL draft. Everybody loves his skill set. All the size. measurables are there. He can't complete passes, but everybody else loves him. And he would love Cleveland. I mean, it's every kid's dream to be drafted number one. I think Cleveland got things going in the right direction. They got all the pieces, a lot of draft picks early on, a lot of cap space to go get guys in free agency. So I definitely think that it's a good spot to be in if you're fortunate enough to be taken by them, um, whether it be at one or four. So, hey, you know what? Look, everybody dreams of being the number one pick in the draft. Sometimes it's not going to Cleveland. But there's Josh Allen saying the right things about Cleveland. I love Cleveland. I'd love to go number one overall in the draft. Buddy, all the pieces are in place. Yeah. I don't, Didn't I don't, win a game. No, 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 no. All the pieces are in place. No, all the pieces. What, what pieces? What pieces are in place? You're still banking that Josh Gordon's going to be eligible. Yeah, and then Corey, Corey Coleman's going to actually take a step up. Well, that he won't Joker be hurt again. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he had his spots. You have a couple of nice, things, but you can't. You got all. The, you are zero and sixteen. You can't tell me the pieces are in place. Joe Thomas will be healed. It's like you have maybe back for another run. It, it, you have the pieces are in place. If it's like I have a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle, but I got to put it together. Then the piece, all the wow. pieces are in place, but I got to put it together. Still have to pass all the other teams. Now you're helped by the fact that, at least in recent times Ozzie Newsom and the Ravens haven't been able to get out of their own way no so they'll find their way a, l- a little further back with you perhaps but long road between uh the Bengals the Ravens and the Steelers in that division how about Saquon Barkley who won everybody over today oh is the hero of the day dash look if you don't need a quarterback Barkley is your guy saying no to him is like saying no to Fournette or Adrian Peterson he is just that good. He's got no red flags. This is why I like Jamal Adams so much last year. The Jets got him. He was the one player with no red flags. No weaknesses. Nothing off the field. He was that guy. And Jamal Adams is going to be that kind of pro. Same thing with Saquon Barkley. He is that guy. He is that good. And he was asked about possibly playing in Cleveland. I think they're a couple pieces away. Uh, they do have a lot of young talent. Um, bringing in a new offensive coordinator. Uh, they are a good team. If you look at the um, the, the schedule, obviously they won one game, but they were in a lot of games. So uh, you want to be part of something like that. That's something bigger than yourself. Um, that's something that will leave a legacy, being part of something special. 
Uh, I don't know if there are a couple of pieces away. No, I like that, though. How Again. Many, how many pieces? Is a, if a couple, you mean like 10, then yeah. Couple of few. Couple of pieces away. Oh. Just a couple of pieces away. Everybody got the same notes. Yeah. They don't all have the same agency, yeah, do they? But. Because that's the same note card. That's the same 355 yes, note card. That pieces, says, here, pieces are no. in place. We're in games. Want to be the legacy guy. Turn things around. I'm that guy. The same four bullet points from each guy. And then we get to Josh Rosen. You'd think, okay, with the talking points, say good things about Cleveland, whether the NFL said to you, listen, Cleveland takes a beating. Can you please just say nice things about him? Sam Darnold, yep. All right, great. We got Saquon Barkley, yep. All good. Uh, Josh Allen, yep. All good. Baker Mayfield, yep. All good. Josh Rosen, Maybe didn't get that memo. Don't really know anything about Cleveland. I've never been there. Um, haven't really talked to their coaching staff yet. Have a meeting with them tonight. So, I mean, it's impossible to formulate opinions when you don't really haven't really done any research uh, on the actual place. So I'm probably going to visit there, um, hang out with them. So I don't know anything about it. Didn't haven't done any research. Yeah, whatever. And Josh Rosen wonders where all the Josh Rosen doesn't want to go to Cleveland stories come from. Because that was a big thing today. I don't know why people think I don't like Cleveland. Everybody else had the had the had the things to say about Cleveland, right? We'll say good things, a couple pieces away, blah 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 blah. Josh Rosen, yeah, no, I don't know anything, so I'm just gonna go in and, and yeah, just gonna wing it. Whatever it is, it is. I like that. I like the way he approached it. I'm here to throw a football to be measured and show you how big my hand is, and that's it. That's what you're getting from me. I'll figure out once you draft me. You commit to me. And then I will be the number one guy in your city. But I'm not doing stump speeches like this is uh, running for junior high class president. I want to let me be your class president. No, I get it. I understand. But this is why I'm upset at Josh Rosen a little bit. As much as I say he's a guy I have the least questions about, it's because this is a day to be nice to Cleveland. This is might as well been be nice to Cleveland Day. They don't no, get a lot of those days. Yeah, but no, this fits in perfectly. Be nice to the Browns. The Cleveland fans, are, no, he's no, being real. They don't get be nice. Listen, when it's, you know, if it's National Grandmother Day, are you extra nice to your grandmother? No. If it's not, I'm wow. nice to grandma every day. All right. All right. Somebody you're not nice to. If Okay. Who are you I hate nice everybody. Every oh, exactly. But if it was National, be nice to the person. Except for Tysher. No, you said you didn't like him either. That's yeah, true. But if it was National Be Nice to Person X Day, you would be nice to that person. This is like be nice to the Browns. Well, is it a law or a suggestion? It's just, you tweet about National Donut Day, National Steak Day, National Toenail Day. You tweet about everything. I, cel- I celebrate day everything. Is. It was Pancake Day the other day. Yeah. You so what did we do? We, we, had, we had some nice pancakes yeah. and bacon. So you're telling me now you can't say something nice about Clay? If it's National Be Nice to the Browns Day. You can't say something nice about the Browns? You'll be nice to Cleveland when he needs to be nice to Cleveland. For today, everybody else had those talking points. and said, hey, Josh, one after another, they went up and, and kissed the collective ass of Cleveland. He said, beat it. I'm my own man. I don't know anything about it. You know what? I'll research them at the proper time. Did you just go roadhouse on me? I Road want you to house. be nice until Road it's house. time to not be nice. Exactly. Twitter. And then I sang, she's like the wind. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca? TJ, she rides the night next to me. She leads me through moonlight only to burn me with the Browns not taking a quarterback at number one. TJ. Coming up next, you're not going to believe who one of the top quarterbacks of the Combine actually sat down and talked with today. No, his, his name no, is John Cena. No hints, tight shirt.
No hints. I'm Wilfred Brimley, no and hints. I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. No hints, but it's coming up next. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Play of the day coming your way in a moment. Great news. A quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more in car insurance. But first, a brand new Twitter beef. Oh, be- yeah. Between two NBA players coming off the game tonight. Producer Rob Guerra has the details. Yes, sir. During uh, tonight's Jazz 116-108 win over the Timberwolves, Jimmy Butler, who's out hurt, has been rediscovered on Twitter after having a hiatus for a few years. <laughs> and uh, Jay Crowder during the game got a little bit uh, aggressive, we'll say, with Tom Thibodeau. Had some words. So Jimmy Butler tweeted, Jay, get away from my coach. You don't want no smoke either. Well, Jay Crowder after the game must have heard about it because now he's tweeting, I don't Twitter beef. I'll leave that to you. But you got my phone number and you know my home address. The rest can be history. The two little devil guy emojis. (laughs) Jimmy Butler hasn't tweeted since December of 2016. But he tweeted about Jay Crowder tonight. He even said, I haven't used Twitter in years. Jay, get away from my coach. You don't want no smoke either. And, you know, he hasn't tweeted in a year, almost a full year and two months. And he still has like four and a half thousand retweets and, and like 10,000 likes. Guys have tweeted in, in a, almost 15 months. But that's it. Waiting for him to come Ooh. back with sage words or something crazy or getting it into the hands of one or two NBA analysts who get it out quickly, and and we watched it retweet and and blow up virally in a matter of moments. So uh, let's get ready for the Jimmy Buckets, Jay Crowder Twitter, especially if they show up at each other's houses. You know where I live, Jimmy. Will they play one-on-one for for 100 grand? Because we never got that showdown after the All-Star game. No, we, we didn't. No, we didn't. Sadly, we did not. All right. But now Jimmy Buckets is back on Twitter, so it's okay. I like that he's just now got beef with everybody, so that's good. Mm, Beef. But tonight's play of the night is UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen being interviewed at the NFL Combine today. You know, everybody was out and about. Today was a day we got to hear from all the stars and see Saquon Barkley's huge 40-yard dash day, huge day for him. But the 29 reps of 225. Nice. That's awesome. That's a lot more than Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown showed up. Uh, he ran a 40-yard dash. was like seven seconds. Yeah, but he might as well have just run with two middle fingers throwing up because he's like, check the game tape. But who Josh Rosen sat down and interviewed with was pretty interesting because he sat down and talked with Jeff Fisher. What's like the biggest like abstract kind of personality trait that teams look for usually? It's a hard position to play. You've got to have a short memory. So, for lack of better terms, a, a given factor needs to be low when negative things happen. But it still has to, you have to have a give a factor because you're going to be the most motivated, hardworking player on that team, whoever drafts you. So, it's that fine line there when things don't go right. How do you bounce back from it? How do you put it behind? What if the Giants had asked me, like, would you rather back up or would you rather compete for the starting job? That's a good question. How would you answer that? Say whatever you guys ask me to do, I'll do better than anyone else. If you want me to compete for the job, I'll compete. If you want me to back up, then I'll be the best backup in the country. 
That's a good answer. That's a good question. Whenever you guys think I'm ready, I will be ready. You know, I'm ready now. I want to win. You know. It sounds like Jeff Fisher actually telling, like, did he turn to the camera and go, look, I'm ready now to get back in the league. I want to win. I would actually pay attention. I would know who the Patriots running backs were the week before I was fired. You put me in charge of a quarterback. I promise I won't screw him up like I screwed up Bradford, Keenum, Goff. Yeah, but he set them on their path to victory. So he can claim some some bit of their origin story. I mean, you could ruin Josh Rosen forever having him interviewed by Jeff Fisher. Well, but but who forever. was actually doing the interviewing? It sounded like more like Rosen was asking him questions. Like he was sitting there with a little uh, oh, maybe he was interviewing. sensei robe kind of thing going on. Uh, do you think Josh Rosen walked into the room and saw Jeff Fisher sat down and said, oh, this isn't for real. Is this a hidden camera show? Where, 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 where's the mic? Where, where, where should I look? Where's the camera? Where do I look? Jeff Fisher Jeff auditioning Fisher, really? to do a TV this year? Jeff Fisher. <laughs> I like and now, that. deep thoughts. Jeff Fisher actually complimented his own question. That's a good answer. That's a good question. That's a good answer. I'm ready. Just making sure you know I'm that it's a good question that I asked. I got deep. You don't put a guy on a diet in a room with someone who's got chocolate cake. You don't put Josh Rosen in a room with Jeff Fisher and think that's going to turn out okay. Well, you want to see, this is where Josh Rosen can become a true smartass. If, if his... Josh Rosen may suck just by being in the same room as him Ooh, now. You think he caught, his career he caught mediocrity? Ruined. Hot take! Hot take! Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.